Why, hello! Welcome to session 22, if my numbering is correct, of Call of Cthulhu Murmurs at the Abyss in 7th edition Call of Cthulhu. I am your keeper, Stu, and we have players. Would anyone like to introduce themselves? Or should I call on you? Uh, I'm Kimmy. I'm playing Doris Daniels, who has a uh, western slash southern accent, and I'm going to remember that. <laughs> um, and she's kind of a, an adventurer, sharpshooty, fighty type who's been around the world. Um, she also writes books, but she doesn't actually write them. And she's currently at a book signing for her most recent recent release. Hi, I'm Jim. I'm playing Isadora Holzman, uh, archaeologist uh, and uh, crusader for good. <laughs> um, he is uh, currently excited about a, a book signing and hopefully putting an end to unspeakable evil, which, you know, that, that would be a plus. I'm Tyler. I'm playing Melvin Tanker, bootlegger and crusader for money. Hi, I'm Pooja. I am playing Camilla, librarian who may have gotten a little out of her depth, but is ready to see this thing through to the end. And I am Kadev, uh, playing Dmitry Andreevich Tupolev, uh, former of the Russian army, then spent some time in the UK, and now finds himself having traveled the world far more than he ever expected and probably losing his mind very soon. <laughs> Is it everyone? Okay. So, uh, does someone, would someone like to recap what happened last session? Please. <laughs> it's only been 80 months. Does someone remember what happened last session? I, have I no remember the end. I have notes. I don't remember all of the things that happened. I mean, I, I kind of do, but I don't know where sessions began and ended. Want me to go through my notes, or someone? Well, uh, I'll take we, anything at this point. We found a... Um, the things I really remember is uh, we met with Doris, convinced her to help us. Um, we went to the crime scene of that guy who got torn apart by the Hound of Genvelos. Let's be real, it was the yoga dog. Um, and we, uh, saw the name Bernard Ryan on that person's ledger, the owner of Ryan's books down the street. 
Um, the tailor that I, who was with the Hounded and Lotus issues, um, read a lot, and he had gotten, you know, caught up a little bit in the biography of Thomas of Bath. Uh, went to the bookstore, um, and the the kind of like big McGovern-y thing was the Xanthic or Zarthic folio. Xanthic? Xanthic folio. Yeah. Um, it was about two feet by one feet, made of leather, not that kind of leather, eight pages. <laughs> um, and it says, the king in yellow derived from this work of mathematics. When believed the folio was a series of charts, base 23, and that the play describes the functions, or at least the results of the functions. Um, we searched the um the tailor's apartment and found the folio um and we yoinked it along with the biography of thomas of bath uh isidore went to the next door apartment and then we by accident kind of just stumbled into somebody else's home and we made our escape uh doris's book signing was very very popular uh, we went back to the hotel to examine the folio. Um, and while Doris did her, you know, book signing. The symbols on the pages are unintelligible to any of us anyway, but there were a lot of notes along the edges in Russian. Dmitri translated them, and the Hounds of Tindalos, Biaki, Hastor, and other Hastor related situations were all mentioned. In those notes, there is also a lot of math. And since none of us are mathematicians and Hound of Tindalos ate Einstein, I'm not sure how we're going to deal with this math situation. Because Tesla doesn't do the maths, apparently. And. Super well. You know. Um, so we're going to have to figure that one out. Unfortunately, Dimitri's mind broke under the pressure of being inundated with all of this information. Reading all that math was not so good for me. Um, like uh, in real life. <laughs> I was about to say. It's totally relatable. Meanwhile, a man came into Dolores' signing. And, and while that's not so... odd, when he got to the front, he asked her to make the inscription out to Abigail Athenbright. Dun dun dun. And, and that's where we left it off, isn't it? <laughs> that is where we left yeah, it off. The, that was the double cliffhanger. The right. book signing, and I still don't know what's going to happen to me. <laughs> right. And, like, I guess before, before all this happens, since I found the beginning of my notes from last session, we... So we saved the president, Harding, Abigail now knows we're alive again. Still? Still. Um, Isidore telegraphed Tesla to see how the work on the machine to get us back into the dreaming is going. It's coming along, but we had to write a letter to the university to ensure they stop pestering him to teach. The maths, specifically. <laughs> <laughs> Because, well, he, he probably was okay at math, but he's no Einstein. 
Well, then he shouldn't have a problem teaching and he needs to quit complaining about it. You don't have to be Einstein to teach university level maths. As a lot of good point. Professors could probably tell you. Yeah, because the class the students in the class are also not Einstein. Right. Yeah. And how are they gonna know? Although watch you have like a freaking Sheldon in there that will questions everything and go, oh, well, but that actually never, that person would not be happy with the actual Einstein either. True. So obviously Tesla needs to suck it up. Lean I think in. I think it's more for him it's a case of he doesn't want to teach the maths because then it takes him away from his projects that he's actually passionate about. That's understandable. We are also passionate about the projects that he is working on. <laughs> yeah. Hence right. setting him up as Einstein at Ravenloft. True. But the thing is, it's in our best interest to try to give him as much time to focus in on what we want him to do versus what the university wants him to do. Although I'm kind of with you. Come on, just teach the math. Get over it. I'm just saying, like, emergency... Oh no. They're asking me to do something. Telegrams. Yeah, but also, whenever he actually takes a role at the university where he has to speak in front of a bunch of people, that's it heightens the uh, the danger of him being discovered as not what we have presented him to be. The, all it takes is one person who's met Einstein. Mm-hmm. <laughs> True. But we have more immediate problems to deal with. Yes. All right. Uh, is, is your internet back, Kimmy? Yes, it seems like it's working better. Okay, because I kind of want to start with you. Of course you do. Okay. So um, let me ask you a question. Just okay. sort of like, or just a random kind of question that GMs like to ask. Did you go to your book signing armed? I think I would at least have the the special pistol I got from my dad. It's kind of like my lucky charm keepsake. I don't think okay. I would have come like normally. I would have a lot Loaded more guns d- on me, <laughs> but I don't think I would have brought you would, all of them okay. to that. So. All right, it's your weighted blanket in firearm form. Yeah, it's sort of like keeping my dad with me there. So the, the the guy standing before you is about six five six six. Uh, he's wide. Uh, looks like he might probably probably a laborer or something like that because he's dressed kind of in coveralls. Mm-hmm. Um, maybe a farmer. I don't know. Um, his hands are definitely callous. And he's big. And um, the last thing he said to you uh, last session when you asked who to make the. Uh, inscription out to was Abigail Athenbright. And then he kind of looks down at you, and he's looking down from a long distance. Because you're seated. And he smiles very broadly. Alright, she's gonna smile awkwardly. I'm sorry, could you repeat that name? Abigail Athenbright. Would you like me to spell it? She like squints at him for a second because she's not sure he could and then (laughs) uh, why don't we uh, take a moment to speak in private certainly he's going to kind of like wave to the people kind of like organizing all the other people just one minute 
Okay, they kind of they're kind of looking around confused. Yes. Um. So I'm gonna walk off uh, to the side with him. What is it that you want? What do you mean? Abigail sent you. Who? Abigail Athenbright. I'm sorry, I don't know who that is. What? I don't remember walking in here. Who are you? I am a world-famous author that's going to do the signing. (laughs) (laughs) I'm laughing. I'm trying to keep a straight face. (laughs) Dave muted his mic. Yeah, I (laughs) I can see him (laughs) guffawing. And you're at my book signing, and you offered me $5 for a signature. Who did you want me to make it out to again? I... What what is your name? Uh, Doris Daniels. I'm sorry. I I don't... I've never heard of you. I don't read much. All right. Well, uh, you have a nice day, then. Okay. He kind of walks out of the store, looking around. Okay. Does he seem like like legitimately like he? I don't know if I need to roll anything. Like, see if he's like legitimately confused or make a roll. Yeah. On. Okay. What would that be? Oh, I need a character sheet. I don't remember any of this stuff. <laughs> <laughs> spot hidden. I had no. It wouldn't be spot hidden. I don't think. It could be. I don't know. Firearms. I'm good at that. <laughs> Um, I mean, that's one way to threaten the truth out of people. <laughs> Psychoanalysis. I would say I was thinking psychology. Cool. I don't think there's a detect lies. No, there isn't. We'll do. Psych- I mean, it could be the, the flip side of fast talk. Mm-hmm. That's true. Good. Either one of those. I would. Yeah, I would say fast talk. Thank you, Pooja. <laughs> oh, I rolled a six. What is your skill? Uh, fifty-six. Boom. Okay, you're 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 certain that he is genuinely confused. You right. think whatever whatever is going on, it's some kind of that that weird mumbo jumbo. All right. Um. Yeah. So, and everyone else has gone back to the hotel, correct? Correct. That's where we're going to go right now. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go and see if there is a phone in this establishment. Okay. All right. Um, and see if I can ring the hotel and see if I can get. Okay. Get a hold of my friends. All right. Um, if, as I recall correctly, uh, Dave rolled a 100. Is that correct? On your I did. On your sanity check as you were okay. translating all of this extremely like hyperdimensional math. That's bad, um, right? Yes, yeah. yes. That's that is bad as one. bad as it gets. By the way, I, I apologize out there if anybody hears noises like an angry Wookiee behind me when I'm talking because oh. my dog just decided that that's the noise she makes when she's playing with the other dog. <laughs> okay. So you're not feeling at all well. Something, maybe, because oh. I think you went and got sandwiches for everyone or something when you guys started, and maybe it's not agreeing with your stomach or something. You just, you don't feel very well at all. I should have washed up after getting rid of that kidney. <laughs> Forgot all about the kidney. <laughs> <laughs> really glad I didn't write down the kidney. 
<laughs> Every so often you find a pocket kidney. <laughs> Some spare Started change. burritos and now here we are. Spare change. Human organ. Amazing what you find in your pockets. Okay. Like you think you might be sick. Oh. I I I must go lay down. I am not feeling very well in this stomach. Uh, I, excuse me, and then like he'll he'll do the hustle for the the other room and the okay restroom. Okay. So as far as what you've been able to glean out of this book, it, it, is, it seems to be talking about the kind of mathematics necessary to understand what happens with, a, with additional dimensions apart, ab- above and beyond space and time. Um, some of the things that it seems to indicate that you can learn through this is contacting with a quite a variety of um, uh, what it refers to, what the the notes on the side refer to as entities, and that's probably an accurate uh, translation that Dimitri gave you from the writing. Oh, uh, uh, Isidore reads Russian too, obviously, right? I do. Yes. Correct. Okay. But there's a, a lot of names that you don't recognize. Of I, I'm not going to like say which ones, but they're they're just names. What look appear to be names that you don't recognize on things that you can contact or to commune with. Sort of like the commune with Haster extravaganza you had early on. That sort of thing. Okay. Uh I have anything in mathematics. Nah, chemistry's the closest thing I got, so I'm not good at that. Aurora. Pardon? I don't know where to go from here, honestly. So I'm all like, all like mega shreds. So are are are, are you guys studying this further? How, how what, what is your in, inclination? Do you want to start the studying process? I think so. I mean, I'd like to know. So it, the folio describes how our dimension interacts with the other dimensions. Yes. And I want to know that so we can stop that video. Okay. So I'm, I'm assuming you guys have been working for hours on this. Yeah, probably. Sure. Okay. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> there's a roller. There's a. Let me look for a second. There's a roller you're supposed to make when you when you're looking through this stuff. What would I have to roll to see if I have any contacts at Caltech? Um, maybe 
credit rating, maybe? Okay. I'm guessing. That's a good one. Doesn't get used for much, but I would think it would be appropriate. Maybe like a particular subject. Oh, that that could be too. Yeah. Or like if you're looking for something like in your field, you probably I don't even know if I'd make you roll. But your oh wait, your field is like what history? Uh, archaeology. Archaeology. Do you, do you have mathematics? Is math math a skill? Well, the thing I have is like uh, chemistry. I don't have any uh, hard mathematics science. <clears throat> okay. Yeah, I would say I would say credit rating then. I'm assuming you're looking for like a mathematician or something like that. Yes. Okay. Uh, I got a 24 out of 30. Oh, okay. All right. Yeah. Um. Uh, Dr. Rachel Moss, who you met at a some sort of event, a social event at some point on the East Coast. Okay. Or perhaps um, you were colleagues at some point, and now she's now she's working at Caltech. Uh, I just call her and let her know that I'm in California, and I've stumbled onto some uh, uh, fairly odd equations from uh, a manuscript that I uncovered in a dig. Um, and uh, was wondering if she would like to collaborate with me in deciphering some of these maps. Okay. Are you, you're going to uh, sending with the oh, telegram? Call oh, telephone call. Okay. Uh, Probably need to go in the lobby to do that, I would imagine. Yeah. Okay. All right. I, I basically pull out uh, a, uh, a folio that has a whole bunch of business cards in it. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I pull out her card and dial the number. Okay. Ring, 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 ring. Caltech, Department of Mathematics, how may I direct your call? Hi, this is uh, Professor Holtzman. Uh, I'm looking for Dr. I'm sorry. Uh, Rachel Moss. Rachel Moss. <clears throat> I is out. think she's uh, in. Can you hold on one moment? Certainly. Yes, yeah, she is working late. I'll, I'll, I'll ring you over. Thank you. Boop, 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 boop. Moss. Uh, Professor Moss, this is Professor Holtzman. Uh, I don't know if uh, you remember me, but uh, we met briefly at uh, the conference on blah, 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 blah. <laughs> Oh, yes, yes. Yes, I remember um, you. I happen to be in the lovely state of California. Um, and uh, I have discovered a fairly old manuscript that seems to have some actually oddly advanced mathematics within it that seems to be a little bit outside of my depth. Um, I in, uh, instantly remembered your name uh, when uh, trying to uh, decipher these uh, equations and was wondering if you would like to collaborate with me on a paper that I'm uh, preparing on the subject. Well, that I, I don't know if I could commit to that, but I'm, I'm, I'm certainly interested in seeing what you've got. That uh, that sounds intriguing. 
but I'd have to see it to see if that's something I'd, I can so, fit uh, in my schedule. So, out of character, is there some kind of courier service or something that could deliver something like that? Is, does that exist? Or I'm sure. Yeah, I'm sure something like that. Uh, I go, um, well, uh, I am prepared to uh, uh, write down uh, some copies of some equations for you and send them to you via messenger uh, if you're interested. Um, and maybe you can just get back to me and I basically give her the where I'm staying. Okay. Yeah, certainly. She gives you the, ad, the address where she is and says, uh, if it's couriering going to courier it. Um, I'm only going to be here for the next... Um, well, I'll, I probably won't get out of the office until about midnight. It's... What would we say? It was early evening? Yeah. So it, I'm thinking it's probably at least eight, ten hours for somebody to get from San Francisco to... That's what I'm, that's what I'm thinking, yeah. Uh, says, well, I will see... I will try to get these to you post-haste. Uh, of course, uh, until my paper is published, I'd like to keep this discovery uh, between you and I, if that's at all possible. Of course, yes. Uh, I would hate to have some uh, some uh, glory-seeking individual try to intercept my discovery. Um, oh, I I understand. I and I keep my office locked for because of s- such people. And I go well. Thank you so much. Uh, we'll probably be you'll probably be expecting uh, those papers uh, tomorrow, late morning or early afternoon. Very well. Thank you so much for your collaboration. I look forward to working with you. Yes, I, I will. I will be in contact once I've had a chance to review them. Thank you. Uh, and what I'm going to do is I'm going to carefully sort of just pull out equations without trying to basically shelter her from the more harmful parts of uh, of these manuscripts. Okay. Um, uh, but, you know, I'm going, anything having to do with Haster, anything having to do with dream uh, dimensions, you know, things that, that uh, uh, partake specifically to what we are looking at uh, and uh, get those equations out to her uh, as soon as I can have those copied over and sent. Okay, all right. So you go back to the Would room. It and be better, possibly. I mean, now that we have the folio, is there a is there advantage to staying in San Francisco as opposed to going down and meeting with her in person? I mean, is there anything else we wanted to decipher here? I guess you're right. I just I mean, kind of it feels like the amount of back and forth would be excessive. True. How does everyone else feel about that? And I know Dimitri's not feeling very well, so actually, I I think I'd probably come back in about then, looking much better. Like, oh, I have something. Just didn't sit right. I uh, looking at all that weird math or something just made me very upset. But uh, I'm I'm better now. I'm better. Good. Then maybe Camilla is correct, and we should uh, travel forthwith to 
south to Pasadena or Los Angeles area and have this mathematician that I know uh, go over these equations and see if there's anything that we could decipher off of it. I would rather actually, now that you bring it up, keep my eye on who's ever perusing these and make sure that they're not, they don't uh, jump off a building like the previous mistake we made. And what's this mathematician's name? Uh, Rachel Moss. Oh. Interesting. There was a knock at the door. Know someone here. There's a knock at the door. I go to answer it. Uh, it's a uh, bellman. It says there's a urgent phone call from a uh, Doris Daniels uh, downstairs. And I go down to take it. Okay. Camilla? Camilla, is that you? Yes, yes, what's happening? So, uh, I'm at my book signing, and a very strange fellow just showed up asking me to sign a, a book for Abigail. But then I pulled him aside, and uh, he seemed to forget the whole thing and didn't even remember why he was there. That is not a good sign. No, I, I don't um, think so. Come meet us at the hotel very quickly. Um, we're going to... We're leaving San Francisco, and I think it would be best then if you came with us. Well, can, can you swing by and pick me up at my book signing in a few minutes? I do have to sign some books. Um, well, we... Yes, yes, of course. Right. I mean, you have to pack and everything, right? Yes. You're right. Wait, that would be. That I don't would think be... we were planning on leaving right this moment, but um... oh, 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 all oh, right, that, that, that's all right. But as soon as possible, because uh, there are some. Um, it, yes, Abigail's my controlling people. Yes, as soon as you, as soon as you can, come to the hotel, and we'll all stay together, safety and numbers and all that. I like this plan. Yes, all right. Um, and are y'all armed? I believe Isadora and Melvin are both armed. Yes. Um, so, no. I'll bring more guns. It'll be fine. <laughs> All right. I'll, I will see you soon, then. Yes, as soon as you can. All right. Bye. Uh, I'm going to go back and, like, start signing books, but, like, on alert now. Like, okay. All right. And then my pistol's actually going to be, like, in my lap, not in, like, my handbag. <laughs> okay. All right. Fantastic. I'm gonna go back up and let Isidore know what happened. Oh my! We seem to have stumbled across some kind of Abigail's power is growing. Yes, yes, it is. Huh. How so? Yes, it, and Dimitri, how would you? I. She seems everywhere. She knows everything. Every time we make a move, there's people on a train ready to kill us already. It's always something. Your accent seems quite remarkably reduced today, Dimitri. Oh. I hadn't really noticed. That is quite odd. It was quite thick. And, like, can we signal to Melvin? Somehow. Sure. Let's see what sort of. Hold <laughs> <laughs> out. Wow. <laughs> see, if you'd all been helping me like that last session, I wouldn't have forgotten so much. 
So you're, you're trying to signal to him. This would be more of Melvin making a spot hidden roll, I think. Okay. <clears throat> so she's like moving eyebrows, pointing, trying subtly. I'm, I'm assuming subtly, right? Yes, I would like to be subtle about it. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Less naked gun thirty three and a third. More. Oh, that's actually really good. Oh, thank goodness. My best stats. Oh, no, sorry. That's the 10. 19. Oh! 91. Boom. <laughs> okay, all right. So, something's afoot. And you you probably are also noticing the fact that Dimitri, who's always spoke with a very thick Russian accent, now isn't. My fast talk skill is very low. So while I regret blurting out the thing about the accent... It's very much in character. Yeah, well... In that case, let's, um... I suppose we could just sit quietly and wait, then. For the moment. So when, when do we want to to go for uh, to see this mathematician? Uh, you know, we really have to see how it pans out over the next few days. Okay. Do you think we're safe here? We're never safe. But hmm. that's a relative thing. I mean, we, Abigail, we are aware that Abigail is aware of us. So it's not like... Anything would change that? enough to almost lead you into despair, really. True. This has been a very difficult and trying ordeal for all of us. Attempted murder. Actual murder. The amount of blood. It's just amazing to me that we've actually survived all of this. really is. Who would have thought that escaping the Great War would have led to something far more harrowing? They say that the most difficult thing is surviving. And at times, from what I've seen, they're right. When I was in prison, I remember talking to a soldier and I asked him how he managed to get through and he basically says you concentrate on not getting killed and trying to make sure that the guy next to you doesn't get killed either and that's pretty much the best you can do I suppose we're doing exactly the same thing I mean for all intents and purposes we are in a war although the soldiery is limited 
No, I suppose one of the other things that soldiers say is to make the best of what you ha the time that you have. And one of the best things, I suppose, or from all the soldiers that I have met, don't pretend to know the agonies of war, but some food, I think, would sit well with all of us, right? I mean, the sandwiches didn't agree with you, Dimitri, so something else, maybe, perhaps? I'm feeling better. Kind of hungry, actually. You know that nature abhors a vacuum. <laughs> I actually do giggle at that. Mm. I'm like, well, perhaps we should go to the cafe downstairs and procure ourselves something to eat. Well, you know what? Melvin can help me out, and we'll bring something back to the room. Sounds good. We'll just be gone a few minutes. Okay. Just I bring out, I take out a deck of cards and I go Dimitri. Sure. Start playing some pinochle or something. And once we're outside of like hearing distance from the room. Okay. Do you think it's safe to leave them in there together? Probably not, but I need we need the element of surprise. Do not believe for a moment that Dimitri is in control of his own faculties. Oh no, not at all. So, if we... Would it be possible to subdue him? Could you do that? I mean, you can, but... Do, we, do you think he's dangerous? Anyone controlled by Abigail Offenbright is absolutely a danger to us and to everyone around in this in this world. Okay. Let's go get some food real quick so we don't come back empty-handed. Well, and then uh, we'll subdue him. Yes. Um, instead of that, why don't we go back saying that we forgot our wallets or something? I don't want to leave him there with Isidore for too long. That's probably a smart idea. Okay, let's go back. Go back inside. <clears throat> One second. <laughs> uh, so, we sit down to start playing cards, but could I get a description of the room? Your hotel room? The hotel room you're yeah. in? Um, <clears throat> More than just generic hotel room. like. Uh, I would say uh, uh, this is... Uh, there, are pro there are probably two beds, like probably, what, twin size or full? I don't know what the what they would put in hotels back then. Um, there's probably a nightstand between them. There's a little bit of walk space on either side of, um, of of both of the beds. One of them has probably got a little bit of a gap between the wall that has a window that looks out. Um, the door to enter the place is probably uh, in an alcove on the opposite wall of that. Uh, restroom in this era, I imagine, would be down the, down the hall. Probably wouldn't be in the hotel room, I'm guessing. I'm Depends on how fancy a hotel, really. Oh well, it's next door to that really fancy hotel, so then it might have its own own water closet. So we'll assume it does, and that'll be like if you're walking into the room, that'd be to your left, and there's probably a dresser there and maybe a, a wardrobe as well. Is it like radiant heat? Probably like radiators and a boiler downstairs somewhere, or is it like fireplace in room? I would say probably radiant uh, radiators. Okay. 
uh, I, I think <clears throat> I'd probably go, oh, maybe I wasn't quite feeling so good. Uh, I need to I need to use the restroom again. One, one, one moment on the cards. I'm sorry, Isidore. Hold on for just a second. Let me just take your temperature real quick. And I put my hand on his forehead and sort of like uh, tap on his lymph nodes and stuff like that. I'm just trying to buy time. Okay. Uh, coincidentally, his forehead is burning. Dimitri, you're on fire. You definitely have something. Yes, I I think I do. I, I, I'm going to go splash some water on my face. No, this is uh, more than that. You should draw yourself a cold bath and see if you can bring down your cold temperature. I'll help you. Oh, that would be wonderful. Thank, thank you. So, if he's going for the bathroom, mm-hmm. can I do a pick-up-the-book thing of weird maths? Uh, yeah, well, we'll assume that that was sitting, like, okay, probably more to this room because I forgot all about that. There was probably a table, like a desk, with a couple of chairs next to it. And that would be sort of against the same wall as the bat, where the bathroom door is. Okay. Just kind of off from there. So, yeah, it's, it's probably... I follow along and, yeah. Right. Do I need to make, like, a sleight of hand roll to do that? It's... Unobtrusively. Uh, woof. That's tough. It's a big book. Just a two foot by one foot folio. It's it's not it, it is not small. Um, if you would like, I would let you make a one of those a, like a sleight of hand roll. But I'm going to put you at a disadvantage, which means you need to roll two um, uh, tens dice and take the highest. Because they're, I mean, this is not a large room. Okay. And I don't know if you picked up on this, but they're kind of suspicious about you, so they might be watching. I, I got a little something there. But, <clears throat> so I got a 25. Wow. Dice really love Gadev. What, what is your... That, sometimes, and then I'll roll 100. On I was going to ask you what your sleight of hand is, and I can, you probably I, don't yeah, know what your sleight of hand is. Okay, yeah, that would succeed. Okay. So you would basically kind of walk by and sort of like flip fold it and you did it. If anyone is like really watching him like a hawk right now, I will allow you to make a roll to see if you beat his sleight of hand. Well, yeah, I'm trying to keep an eye on him because I'm very suspicious. Okay. I would say probably spot hidden would be the thing here. Yeah. And I need to open uh, open up rules really quick because I don't remember exactly how this works. I man, I didn't even make my spot hidden roll. Well, so. then I don't need to look up the rules. Okay. <laughs> okay. Rolling eighty six. What can I do, man? Dice and dice. You eighty sixed it. Exactly. <laughs> All right. But <clears throat> I'm totally following you to the bathroom to murder you in there. Yep. I feel Yay. like someone's gonna drown in a bathtub this session. <laughs> I don't know why exactly, but it's there. Oh my god, we need to go back in there. We need to get back in there and save people. If there's any other player character, it could probably just kill me without a thought. It's totally Dimitri. Or Melvin. Or Doris. Yeah. It's literally just you and me versus everyone I know, else right? who has physical power. 
all we have is nerd power. And that's gotten us quite a ways, by the way. <laughs> we saved the president. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If it was just the rest of us, we would have just blindly stumbled into the first yogurt dog and been like, mm, well, I guess that's it, guys. <laughs> I just find it hilarious that the first combat rolls I'm going to make in this game are against the PC. <laughs> 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 Welcome to Call of Cthulhu. No kidding. I think we've had, like, in every single one of these sessions, five total sets of combat. Yeah, not very, not very much. Yeah, because they never really turned out very well for us. I mean, and most of them even, literally can't hit the broadside of the barn. I <laughs> did hit the broadside of that barn. <laughs> <laughs> but uh, <clears throat> as soon as we get into the bathroom, like I'll I'll turn on the water in the sink. Okay. Too, and and start to, you know, splash like, splash cool, cool water, water and okay. maybe splash water into a book written with ink that would run. Okay. Oh, no. <laughs> no, okay. no, no, we have to get there before this happens. How long have we been gone? We have like a two-line conversation outside and came right back. Yeah. Uh, okay. It's not that big a room. We didn't go on a journey. Let's say, I'm assuming you guys are going to come in like right now. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. You guys, you guys walk in. Uh, did you get, did you was the bathroom door open or closed when you walked open. in? Open. Open. Okay. So yeah, the bathroom. Probably. So they're not in the main room, and you can hear water running. I'm going to run to the bathroom because I think he's trying to down Isidore. <laughs> and that you see. That is also my assumption when I see both of them gone. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> uh, he's. Uh, you see Dimitri standing. He, he, his back is to you. He's standing at the sink. We'll assume you open the door. The sink is like the first thing you see, and you turn to go to the the toilet and then the shower. Sure, <clears throat> but uh, I, I'm pretty much just uh, standing at the sink. Um, looks like, it looks like maybe I'm washing just... dishes. Yeah, I noticed kinda... that the but... book is gone off the table on the way in. Uh, yeah, just make like a... Well, you're probably pretty fairly suspicious. Make like an int roll or idea roll. Either one, just to like... To make that connection. 31. Under my 65. Shoot. Okay. Okay, yeah, you definitely notice it's, it's not there. Isidore, do you have the folio? No, I'm actually. Dimitri, have you seen the folio? If you turn I'm around and look Dimitri at him, you... in a bear hug. Okay. Because <laughs> um, Camilla said, "Restrain him." Yes. So I'm going to just yeah. throw my arms around him at his like pinning his arms to his sides, which would okay. They can drop the book in the sink. <laughs> <laughs> We had to get a kidney for this book oven. I just ran straight to the bathroom. I didn't think about the book. Yes, I mean, you're doing the right thing. Isidore could be drowned. I got a 58 on my uh, fighting. Oh, you would get you would get a bonus die because this is a surprise. Because oh. he backed to you and all that. So. 
And I got an 18. Okay, good. All right, so you've got him in a giant bear hug. Is that like an opposed thing? Well, it's surprised, and it says if it's surprised... Uh, I'm just curious. It's, uh, it says um, attack automatically hits or gains a bonus die. So, I mean, I don't think, in this case, I don't think, I mean, you could react now, but I, the being grabbed part, I don't know if you were expecting that. But still, I would, give him, I would give him a chance to break the hold once he's in it. Yeah, you could do that. Oh, yeah, yeah. But no, no, I mean, like, I'm, I'm going with the grab. Like, that's cool, but I just didn't know what that... action is. <clears throat> um, so, uh, here's a question, Stu. Mm-hmm. Can I do that action I previously uh, mentioned? The first thing I asked you about? Or do I need to be free to wave my arms <clears throat> about? Uh, you, uh, you can do that verbally, I would imagine. All right, cool. That's so, what I'll do. So you're going to start... Uh, Dimitri starts speaking a language none of you have heard before. Hey, uh, I am going to start singing the song. I am going to immediately shove this. my hand in his mouth. Yeah. <laughs> 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 All right. I feel like I get a roll to avoid mouth. Yeah, I'm, I'm pretty sure this is. Yeah, I, yeah, I sure. Don't expect to be successful, but I would say this would be. Um, I'd probably uh, have disadvantage though, since I'm bear hugged. You are bear hugged. Um, I think that would probably maybe be a watch because he's like not just trying to hit you; he's like trying to stuff his hand in your mouth, which is a smaller target than you. Right. So I think that would be a wash. Um, okay. <coughs> and I can still go. So I, so I'm going to say that you probably would be dodging this sort of. Oh, okay. Um, so this would you do be an opposed fighting brawl too. That's what I'm. Th- well, yeah. That's well. Oh no! I think you use the dodge. <laughs> you don't. You don't want. You go with dodge. Go with dodge. <laughs> yeah, it would be. F- I would say. I would say it'd be fighting if I wasn't restrained. Yeah, this is more just struggling to get my head out of where you're trying right. to reach. So yeah, I would say let's let's make it fighting brawl versus dodge. Okay. And I'm gonna I'm I'm gonna recite this for you your guys's um, benefit as well as mine. Um, where is it? Where is it? Where is it? Okay, an extreme success. Where are the? Okay, <clears throat> is when you roll below what one fifth of your skill is. Um, a hard success is when you roll below half of what your skill is. We're actually getting into the combat rolls. Sorry, and um, of course, there's also critical successes, a regular success, or a failure. Uh, and what what it, the way they do opposed roles <clears throat> is your degree of success needs to be better than your opponent's degree of success in their role. So you're not looking at numbers per se. You're looking at how well you did on your specific role compared to how the, well the other person did on their role using the criteria I just gave you. Margin so, of success, gotcha. 
Right. So it's basically, yeah, by margin. My moss is 11. So you made it by 11. What is your, no, what's your skill level? My skill level is 35. And you rolled? A 14. I mean, 24, sorry. A 24. Okay, so that's yeah. a regular success. Yeah, just a regular success. Okay. Um, I also got a regular success. Okay. I got 27 um, under 32. Okay. So under, let me check the little chart. Under a regular success. Okay, so on a draw, the defender wins. So you like try to shove your hand in his mouth. I'm, turns his head to the side and clamps his mouth shut. Not getting in there. But that's if you don't want to keep chanting. Or you can keep chanting and then you can temporarily not allow that, but he can. he's welcome to try again. I, I, well, I'm going to keep doing that. Okay, so, so turn your head to the side and hit, hit in the cheek and you're uh, thing with the sure. Uh, when his head turns to the side, mm-hmm. I'm just gonna headbutt him right in the temple. <laughs> okay. <clears throat> I feel like him being unconscious is probably our best bet right now. All right. Yes. Is there anything heavy and slightly? Is there a doorstop? Me. You, uh, on the bathroom me. door? No, well, there's probably one right next to the wall because for the for there's the probably the, the regular water pitcher. Oh yeah, yeah, water pitcher, sure. Great, perfect. I might I'm have just killed you, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> so we're gonna do like two we're, uh, two simultaneous attacks here. Um, I'm gonna I get a water pitcher smashed on one temple <laughs> and a head butt on the other, so it's like a <laughs> the sandwich. All right. Uh, I just got an uh, extreme want success. Dave, but, uh, you got an extreme success. All right, Dave. I'm going to let you take care of that while I grab it. I'm going to say that like, while I'm grabbing the water pitcher, he headbutts him. And if the headbutt okay. doesn't work, I'm there with the water pitcher. Rather than um, murdering to make sure. <laughs> Okay. All right. Uh, do, are, are, do, now, at this point, uh, do you want to dodge that or do you want to fight back? Uh, I'd rather fight back. Okay. So in a fight back, you you are also going to make a similar roll, and you have to beat his degree of success, which was extreme, correct? Extreme. I rolled 13 on 180. Okay, so that you need to roll under oh, one-fifth of your skill level. <laughs> I did not. Okay. Oh, no, I failed. Oh, you failed. Okay, you're right. Seven damage. All right. I'm going to oh. say to the head, that's probably enough to knock you out. Well, my hit points is 10, so... Oh, yeah. I'm, I'm going to say that's enough to probably at least render you exceedingly Pretty dazed. Out. All right. Well, it's good to know I can't just one-shot Dave. <laughs> Close. But that's Okay. But I will point out this whole time that the book has been under the tap. <laughs> Is it, has it been there the whole time? Because like, I definitely would have noticed if it was under the tap. I thought you were taking water and like splashing it like while it was on you. 
I, until until I got grabbed. And then it fell into I, the sink? Yeah, I would have pushed it into the sink. Okay, I would have gone, gone, fuck the, excuse my language. (laughs) Forget the water pitcher, I would have gone for the polio. Okay, alright. Just make a dex roll with advantage. You just, just, well, no, not with advantage. We're going to see if you can get get to it before it gets too water damaged. Well, great. I made it. Oh, you did? Okay. regularly made it. Okay. It was a 73 and a 75. Oh, okay. All right. So there's like some of the some of the uh, Russian like notes, some of them are start, started smeared, but it looks like the the like major part of the of the folio itself, that ink for for whatever reason doesn't seem to be as water susceptible. The the original writing, but the the notate the Russian notation, some of those are smeared. Not all of them though. Okay. We'll say I'm like. I take that back to my pack where I have all my art supplies and like start to try to. Okay. Tend to Emily. the best I can. Okay. And I'm like, Melvin, help me tie him up. If you feel him, his fever is so incredibly high. I'm, I'm, I'm afraid that it might actually do some damage. Help me get him into this tub of cold water. We should, uh, we should tie him up before we put him. Yeah, in. help me tie him up and then get him into the tub. Stu, by the way, I with advantage. I now made that. Okay. Power roll. All right. You are now extremely dizzy and probably cold. You know, <laughs> right? Tub of cold water. Give me a moment. All right. So you're you're now you're you're, you're conscious. You can talk if you want to talk. Actually, with that spellcasting crap, we probably have him gagged. <laughs> probably. That's fair. I, I, I mean, taking that much damage, I, I feel like I would absolutely be dazed for a while. Right. So it's probably just incoherent Russian-sounding gag m- mumbling. How does his temperature feel? It's coming down. He's sweating profusely as well. I'm like, Dimitri, something's definitely wrong with you. Just let us cool you down. You, <clears throat> I think you've lost your senses. You started doing some weird stuff. Hold on. Once I think you're physically better, I'll remove the gag and see if I can talk to you. But trust me, we'll be ready if you try anything, okay? Give me one second, please. I'm writing something. By the way, I've been drinking a cider with black currants called Death Unicorn. Nice. That sounds uh, hardcore and awesome, and I want. And it's delicious. It even has a poem on the side. Now in darkness, cider stops churning. Oh, it's dark in here. <clears throat> currants, in and all, are yearning 
Now Death Unicorn has the power. Thirsty minds want to devour. <laughs> There's your inspiration for your next D&D plot. Done. I want yeah. that so badly. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I, I want it so, so badly now. Makes me wonder if I want to go grab a glass of wine. That sound like a good idea. Just thinking of this, like, what do I have to drink here? Nothing cold. Yeah, my uh, wife's folks went up to Napa and brought us back a really nice bottle. Probably use a glass of that. Well, while Stu's writing, I'm going to go serve myself a glass of wine. I'll be right back. <laughs> Just give me one second. Almost yeah. done. Also, I will. <clears throat> Out of character, I'm very impressed with how quickly Pooja picked up on the accent thing. And didn't just take it to right. the I, I, I did I the same thing that Kimmy did. I totally assumed it was uh, yeah. not a game thing, that it was Dave forgot to do his accent. It was 100%. <laughs> mm-hmm. I was like, oh, see, I'm not the only one. And then it turns out you're just so slick that you like... Yeah. <laughs> then she's like, hey, I, signal, I signal Melvin, and I'm like, okay, what do I do? Do I just do I wait for him to, to do something? I don't want to metagame and just smash him across the head, but I was start, I was about to like when 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 she said we should go get food, I was like, I was about to ask too, is there anything heavy in this room I could grab? Like that water pitcher? Just smash. Right in the face, like you were John Angie. Wow. <laughs> That's pretty rough, even for somebody that might be possessed by truly your arch nemesis. And everyone who doesn't have any idea who Ingi is is like, what? <laughs> my, my first year at Southern Fair, I, I smashed Ingi in the face accidentally with a ceramic tanker. He yeah. did have stitches. Ingi is a... I remember that. Yeah, he did. Yeah. Uh, very boisterous RPGer who's been in our our show a couple times, but not for a while. I think last time we his own, I, Yeah. I think he's got his own channel now where he does yeah. uh, I think it, yeah. GM stuff. I think he's back in LA too, because he, he moved back to the Midwest. Yeah, that's why he stopped. And then he did, uh, I think Dave's um, one of Dave's games, was, or not Dave, uh, uh, Spirit of 77 games, I think, was one of the last ones we did. Mm. All right. Did you look up the stuff, Stu? Yes. Oh, you, you you're back. You're back. Um. Uh, at the at, at their hotel room now. Okay, we'll so say. everyone's done signing. Okay, so yeah. I love that they're all like panicking and worried, and I'm like, oh, thank you so much for buying my book. Thank you, thank you. Oh yeah. Oh, oh, of course. I'm your biggest fan as well. Yeah, I was <laughs> so thinking like, about stuff like that, like cinematically. So like it's just this montage of us smashing Dave in the head with stuff, and you're just like, "Oh yeah, <laughs> it's totally splashing back and forth between like." Can thank you. Make this thank book you. To my yeah. daughter. It cuts back to us trying to drown Dave in the bathtub. Was <laughs> <laughs> exactly. All right. So. Uh, so you are all now, all all back. They're they're. they're 
do you knock on the door or do you just walk in? Uh, I probably knock. Okay. Knock at the door. You probably at this point have Dimitri in the cool water. I went and grabbed a bunch of more guns and stuff from my house or sent somebody or something, by the way. All right. Uh, I answer it since they are busy uh, restraining Dimitri in the tub. Yeah. Okay. Oh. <clears throat> Hi there, Camilla. Um, all right. Well, I'm here now and I brought plenty of uh, things for our defense. Oh, that's good. I'm not sure how well it will work against possession, but um, we might have to find out soon. Right. Hopefully, hopefully not. Uh, in the meantime, um, Are you alright? No. Oh. Um, Dimitri, I believe, had the same affliction as the gentleman at your signing. Oh, no. Where is he? Where did he go? Uh, He is in the bathroom. Oh. Oh. Alright then, well. I'm going to go in quickly and, like, shut the door behind me. Um, shall we assist them? I, I think they have it handled for now. I am attempting to repair the damage that he did to the folia. Oh, the folia. What folia? Also, oh, no. Actually, you, if you could help Melvin. Um, Isidore? Of course. You you should call Rachel Moss. She needs to... We need to get to her as soon as possible. I'll go downstairs to the phone and do so right away. I'm going to take Isidore's place helping holding Dimitri down. And we can just assume I'm doing a much better job of it. Yes. Yes. (laughs) Since my strength is 85, so we'll just assume. (laughs) (laughs) I'm a very buff woman. That's, that's significantly higher than uh, than Melvin's. Than Isidore is <laughs> definitely. Oh, definitely. <laughs> He's oh, a wet noodle. Uh, like, I I will say that like it very much is not seeming like Dimitri is trying to fight you, but more like he's just like like. Let me out of the tub, kind of. <laughs> like, I don't know. Wet, but now all my clothes yes. are folded wet. I'll, I'll he... pull the gag out of his mouth. Please. Please let me out. This this tub is very cold. I I am so cold. Please. I do not know why you have done this. <laughs> I'm s- sorry, Dimitri. Mel and Isidore say you have to stay in here for now. Oh, why? Is he is he still burning up? Uh, no, his fever has looked like looks like it's broken. I don't know what's happening right. Yeah, I don't know what's happening right now. So I'm having you stay in here. Uh, what? What? I mean. What is the last thing that you remember? I 
I was I I I, I was in a, a hospital again. I was uh, tied down in a hospital. And and uh, no one would listen. Just like now, <laughs> please We're let listening. me out of the tub. We're listening. It just you. You did some things, and you said some other things that were very disturbing. And, I, and you had such a high fever, and we just didn't want oh, you to be hurt. I, I, I felt. I was. I was in another hospital. I heard, I heard, a doctor or nurse say something about Metropolitan Hospital. Uh, uh, somewhere called Norwalk, Nor Nor Norwalk, Norwalk. I I do not, I do not know of this place. I I we was do. so small, <clears throat> much smaller than I am. I don't know. It was very. I had curly hairs. It came in front of my face as I tried to pull out of restraints. I. I don't know. Last I saw you, we were talking about the book. The book. Uh, we had done some translating of book. Okay. Well, it it seems that that we do need to be very very careful with the folio. Um. But I think I think for now it should be. How do you feel? How is your fever? I just feel cold. I'm very cold. Then we should... I think... I think it's okay to let him out. Alright, but don't you try anything, Dimitri. I, all I want to try is to get out of the tub. I'll, I'll help Dimitri out of the tub. Okay. <clears throat> I'm gonna step back and like have my hand like on... Was like, the hospital... Gonna... Was the name of the place that you heard was it norwich no nor nor walk okay. nor walking nor nor walk uh the water in the tub is kind of pink and you're noticing that you hear him you, you clocked him pretty good on the side of the head he's got like a little bit of a gash kind of just yeah. above his temple And of course, it's a head wound, so it's like <laughs> running down his face and getting all over the place. But it's a head wound, you know. So they always look about ten times worse than they actually are. I hope. I like press a towel to it. Okay. <laughs> I love the that the criminal is like the nicest one. We're all like, no, we don't figure it out. <laughs> I'm like, I don't feel I'm not there. The one's room. <laughs> and we're all like, just break in there. You're huge. Get the door down. Take all their stuff. <laughs> They're bad I'm people. I swear. <laughs> so, Abigail knows of. Abigail knows about Isidore's friend Rachel at the university. We have to assume. Mm-hmm. He went down to call her. That does not bode well. He's going to attack the university again? And 
Professor Tesla? Not that university. Uh, the friend is at Cal uh, at Cal State, down near Los Angeles. Oh, where they make movies? Yes, Charlie Chaplin. He yes. is funny. <laughs> so where is Norwalk out of character? Uh, it's at the 105 and the 605? Yeah. Basically, yeah. In LA speak. <clears throat> of course, none of those freeways exist in game, sure. but yeah. It's southeast of Los Angeles. <clears throat> yeah, it's, it's a pretty big suburb at this time, I think, for Los Angeles. Do you think we should go? To Norwalk? Do you think that's where maybe the another enclave of Abigail's is? I I felt like I was in the body of a, a woman. I was restrained on the bed there. That's where mm -hmm. I heard this Norwalk Hospital, Metropolitan. No. Do you have any other information? I, Wait, I, we were we were talking about the book, and then you woke up in the bathtub. Yes, I remember feeling upset stomach. Right, you said you were and upset. Then, yeah, your stomach was upset. You excused yourself, and you came back. You said you felt fine. No, I, I I went to the restroom, and then I woke up in the tub. But in the meantime, I felt like I was this woman at hospital. Do you think maybe that that's Abigail? Like she's there and just switched with him or something? Possibly. It seems like. What did... Oh, I hope Isidore comes back soon. But it seems like that would be... Either way, if we want to speak to the, to the mathematician, if we want to still go there, um, or if we want to see this woman, we need to head to Los Angeles, and probably the sooner the better now. Yeah, I, I, I agree. If there's... If our two, two leads are both down there, then there's no reason to go anywhere else. <clears throat> if that is Abigail, or whatever form she has that's anchoring her here, uh, can I say that I delivered a yeah. message and I'm on my way back, or? Let's do. Where did you go? Went downstairs to the phone to talk to uh, Miss Moss, Professor Moss, and warn her that there may be some danger. Okay. Um, <clears throat> how forthright are you going to be with her? I'm going to tell her look, uh, this is a highly sought after piece. There are other interested parties in it that are capable of 
violence and they may know that I've reached out to you. Um, just tell her to be aware and uh, on guard for that and to lock her doors and be as safe as possible and that we're heading down to Los Angeles as soon as possible to speak to her. Okay. All right. Don't do any really difficult math. <laughs> yeah. And then you're, gonna, you're heading starts. back up to the room? Yeah. Okay. All right. You're there. Math. The gateway drug. I managed to contact the professor and warn her to be on guard, but that's the best we can do for now. I suggest that we head to Los Angeles as quickly as possible and see if we can safeguard her. Or <clears throat> I don't know what else to do. Well, do we want to set off now or in the morning? I feel like the morning might be better with sleeping. But... What time of day is it? Uh, by this time, it's probably like 8 o'clock at night. Yeah, we should probably get at least a few hours sleep. Uh, but if we get up like right before the crack of dawn and get the hell out of here, I think that's fine. But I I am very worried for my colleague at this point. Actually, can we do shifts driving? Because Abigail also believes that we're going to stay here for a few days. Actually, I'm all for that. We can take shifts driving and sleeping in the car. I, I don't know how well rested we'll be at the end of that, but <clears throat> I, I think the the situation calls for it. That is a very good idea. I do not know if I will be helpful with this driving. I'm feeling a little bit lightheaded. Ah, <laughs> uh, Dimitri, I'm, I'm, I'm so sorry for what transpired, and I'm sorry you were targeted with this. No, it's just just the next offense in a long line of horrifying things to occur to our group. And I say to him in Russian, eh, but you are alive, my friend, and what does not kill you makes you stronger. <laughs> <laughs> Except for concussions. <laughs> okay. Uh, you know, we had to do what we had to do. I I actually, I mean, out of character, I I want to figure out like what is the recovery on hit points. I'm look I'm trying to look like, it up right now. One a one, one, one a day for non major wounds. And that's okay. It's on the back of the character sheet actually, and under wounds and healing at the bottom left hand yeah. corner of the character sheet. I I only have the front of the character sheet. Oh. Because that's what uh, Stu so took a picture of and sent me from. Uh, the first aid heals one hit points. Medicine heals one d three hit points. Uh, if you lose two and a half max hit point in one attack, reach zero, that's about major wound, unconscious. Natural heal rate, non-major wound, recover one hit point per day. So, could, do, do we have any first aid supplies? Could somebody make with the I've first aid? I've got first aid. That would be most welcome. And you have a bathroom full of towels. Once again, Camilla so. being the most useful character here. Nice. <clears throat> Yeah, natural hit rate one one HP per day. With the major wound, you get a weekly healing roll. At well, well, least that wasn't a major wound. The rules as written, it, it should have been. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a loss of more than more equal to or more than half your max HP in one attack. You said your max was eleven, Dave. Ten. Ten. Ten, and I did seven. Yeah, that really was yeah. a major wound, huh? 
It does seem, though, that, like, a headbutt being a major wound is a bit much. If, I don't know the system well enough to know if there's an option for non-lethal damage. We'll assume it's not a major wound so that he can get at least a little bit of a healing and and not have to wait a week. I appreciate that. I do. (laughs) Will you gain one hit point back from me? Yay! And then by tomorrow when, you know, we get to Los Angeles, I'll have two hit points back. It'll be great. Mm -hmm. Lovely. And what does this teach everyone? Don't roll a hundred. <laughs> yeah, that for critical failure. Yeah, and don't don't continually roll super poorly to try and reclaim your body when you're possessed. <laughs> Just as an FYI. That, honestly, I think this is a great complication in the game. This was super fun. Mm-hmm. But yeah, I mean, I, I'm perfectly okay with letting Dimitri just sit in the back and sleep and relax. This, this trip, uh, okay, been through enough. <laughs> So if you uh, if let's say you leave at nine o'clock, I would say that you would probably come into the Pasadena, Los Angeles area probably around six a.m. That sound about right? Maybe like about nine hours to get there. Yeah, that sounds about right with the the, the type of vehicle that we have and the condition of the roads at this time. What? I'm sorry. What's the time of year again? June. Uh, August. I think we're in August. August. No, we're August uh, yeah, we're yeah. This would August first, right? Mm-hmm. Okay, all right. So yeah, there's not really going to be much weather problems. Yay, California! Unless the <laughs> except possibly wildfires. <laughs> and in the twenties, there wasn't yeah. global warming That's yet. True. It wasn't all on fire. Yeah, no electrical companies have lines down. There, there were plenty of other reasons for fires in California. <laughs> but I was mainly checking the, the date to see if there was going to be fog through the Central Valley. Oh. That would definitely slow you down. But yeah, let's say you make it, like, it's probably dawn as you're, as you're coming into the, the Los Angeles area. <clears throat> now the question is, do we want to go to Pasadena or do we want to go straight to Norwalk? Anyone? I want to go to Norwalk. I kind of do, too. Like, out of character, I want to go to Norwalk. I feel that uh, if we want to save your friend, then, you know, we go one place. But if we want to stop all this from happening, we do have to go to Norwalk. I mean, if that is Abigail, then would we not also save Professor Moss? Hopefully, it's a possibility. I have quickly. I have trouble believing that whatever, if she were to rely on a supernatural source to neutralize Professor Moss, there would be very little we could do to stop it. Um, on on the other hand, if we can intercept her and somehow neutralize her in some way or shape or form, or distract her, or do anything we'd stand a better chance of, of completing both our goals. I'm hoping that she might want to use Professor Moss as a means to lay a trap for us, since we are 
most likely her most potent threat. Mm-hmm. So I, I think going straight for the source might be the appropriate action. But that's my analysis. I'm, I'm, I'm willing to lay that out to the rest of the group. It makes a lot of sense, actually. It does. And yeah. it's, it's possible that this just makes me selfish, but I want to look into that woman's eyes. Well, it sounds like she's in a mental hospital. So, like, I don't know how much closure you're going to get here. They certainly did not treat her like a respected patron of the hospital. She was restrained and ignored. Well, and if it's not Abigail, then possibly we could make someone else's. Someone else who is under her control, we can make their lives better. Do you think that we might want to do this in a two-pronged way? One in physical form and the other one in the dream? Possibly, but I don't want to leap to any conclusions there until we at least see who this woman is. Abigail is so strong in the dreaming. Much stronger than we are. Well, yeah, we should not confront her in the dreaming. It's it's too dangerous, and and we don't have the. She's still powerful. It's it's so dangerous. What could we hope to accomplish there, other than losing ourselves? Well, then. It sounds like we're all in agreement to go to Norwalk. I gotta go downstairs and pick up my postmates. I'll be right back. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was Isidore telling us that at first. I was like, alright. Doesn't want to go up there. Someone in the chat posted that there is a sort of historically significant fire in 1923 in California. In Berkeley. No. But it's not until September. <laughs> It's not for a couple of weeks. (laughs) Nobody can blame us for it. 640 structures. Yeah, Yeah, but Berkeley's on the other side of the bay from us, so if there were a fire there, it wouldn't really affect us. Right. But there are still PCs in the city within a plus or minus a month of being there, so you can pretty much blame the PCs for it. They start fires. <laughs> <laughs> it's a safe bet. So I, I'm, I'm sorry. Are you guys going? Wh- where are you going? Have you decided yet, or are you still debating it? Uh, We're going to Norwalk. Yeah. Okay. Isidore was pretty, uh, pretty convincing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't even know what I don't even know what roads you would take back then to get there. I, so I was looking at probably one. Would that have been? Yeah, I think the one would be there. But yeah, well, yeah, yeah. But that runs north south ish, and that I think not we close take Highway Thirty Nine, which is sort of like Azusa. That's beach. Which yeah, it'll take a beach, which oh, take yeah. you all the way down over there. There, you go. yeah, that's and then you left on PCH, and you should be fine. Okay. And, 
and you uh, get into the Norwalk area, and it's uh, it stinks. It really stinks because there is like nothing but dairy farms, and there are big piles of cow poop everywhere and flies. And then as you're driving along, <clears throat> going after dairy after dairy, and their crappy little split split lumber fences, uh, you get to the very tall sort of chain link fence with razor wire on top of it and you can see that this uh and there's a sign that says uh metropolitan was it metropolitan metropolitan state hospital metropolitan state hospital and uh it's big uh it looks like this uh, th- this fence going around it looks to be like about a quarter mile by a quarter mile and it, there are like f- four structures inside the thing. There's like what look almost like big, almost like manor homes, and then there's a very large. That's obviously the main the main hospital, and there is a uh, a road lead. Well, not a road leading to it, but the the road you're on, probably Norwalk Boulevard, is uh, there's like a driveway that leads up where there's a guard. Well, great. Another situation where we have to bullshit our way into something. Lovely. And I work really close to where this hospital is. (laughs) What I'm describing is fairly accurate. Mm -hmm. Oh, that may have been a chain link back then, but we'll say it is. Uh, I can work here to visit one of the patients. Yeah, there. Yes. At this point, we could check and see if Abigail is listed as patient. Like, excuse me, I'm looking for a family friend. I'm trying to figure out a good tack on this. Well, why don't I give it a shot? Doris is very good at this. I have full confidence. <laughs> um, so, can you describe the the people there? Oh, when you come up to the the up the driveway, and then mm-hmm. guy come, comes out with his clipboard in one hand, he puts his hand. Oh, he's probably uh, late thirties, little pudgy, short, probably like five 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 four. Um, and what have like the as we're driving in like other signs that say anything like about rules or what like what signs do they say? Uh, I don't know if they had a lot of signs in the 1920s. Probably there's probably a sign uh, all vehicles subject to inspection. Um, there's probably a big stop sign. Um, other than that, that's probably about it. Okay. And he he puts his hand up and kind of stands out in the road when you walk by with. And this is the road. hospital. Yeah. Okay. It's weird. Uh, I mean, I'm going to ask. This isn't a regular was, hospital. This no, hospital was built in like 1915 or 1916, sometime around there. Mm-hmm. It was specifically for people who were having drug addiction problems and people with with mental issues. That is pretty much all this hospital dealt with. Okay. So it was kind of like it was rehab and it was a, 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 a an asylum. Got it. Okay, that clarifies it a little bit. All right, I think I have. And not entirely unnotorious. 
oh, at that okay. in that era. Okay. So he hands up with the little clipboard, and he walks around to the side of the to the to the driver's side. Here. How yeah. can I help you this morning? I'm gonna like stick my. Or, I'm gonna get out. Okay. Of the car. Just, um, uh, how do you do, uh, my my good man? I'm sorry. What was your name? Uh, my name is Arthur. Well, hello, Arthur. It's very nice to meet you. My name is Doris. I, Doris Daniels. I'm the famous author. I'm not sure if you've uh, heard of me. I'm going to hand him one of my books. Okay. Oh, oh I, I signed that one, too, so it should be worth a bit more. Um, I don't know if they put it on the schedule. It's a um, little bit of a... Uh, a bit of a secret, um, but I am here to do a bit of a tour of the facilities for my next book. Have you ever been in a book, Arthur? I think you, I, I can, I can think that you'd be a, an excellent addition. It's, it, you have like the the very most important job in this facility, keeping people in and keeping people out, don't you? Oh, I suppose. It Should I? Uh, let me check the list and see if you're on it. Can you hold on a moment? Of course. Do you want me to roll fast, huh? Sure. Uh, I rolled six. Damn it. I rolled a 60. Shit. 60. Uh, I rolled, you know what? Uh, a six, I have a 56, so I'm going to burn okay. the points and make it uh, make it right. I don't have a pencil. Let me see. All right. So I'm going to burn four. Right? That's how it works. Yeah. To get, sanity, the, yeah right? to, to get the roll up to whatever. Or luck, not sanity. Oh, yeah. Luck, yeah. That's what it is. Sorry. <clears throat> that they're the same number, so that's fine. Two, three, four. Okay, so I burned four luck, so now I'm at 60, and I have 60. So I okay. succeed. He, come, he, he goes over and consults something. He comes back and says, I don't see you on the list, but uh, you seem important, so you can go on in. Why, thank you so much, Arthur. Um, what would you like your pseudonym to be in, in my book? Because I obviously don't use people's real names. So what would you like to be called? Oh, I don't know. I think I will leave that to you. You're the expert. All right. Yes, picking names is a strength of mine. All right. Uh, very well. Thank you so much, Arthur. And he goes over to the driver's side and he looks in and says, You folks have a nice day. And he goes back to his little kiosk. Thank you. Man, security in this place kind of sucks. I think they're more concerned about keeping people in than keeping people out, you know? All right. Thanks, Prince. I'm very convincing, but All also. All you gotta do is roll up and say you're famous, and they're like, "Oh, go right in." Well, well, I mean, that seems accurate. Not anyone. Not I could do that, but I'm sure other famous people could not. <laughs> but out of character, he was fucking creepy as fuck at the end of that. Yeah, he was. <laughs> <laughs> Doris just thinks she's amazing, but yeah, we're fucked. Okay. <laughs> it's like, how many guns did you bring? 
probably a lot. Since we got to drive the car in, we're probably very well armed. Um, well, they didn't search. They didn't search the car. Dimitri, do you know, do you remember anything about possibly, like, which building you might have been in? Uh, it was... I did not have a window to look out or anything. I don't think. Yes, there actually was a window. It was a very tall window. And the, the one of the two sort of small outbuildings has very long, tall windows. Aha! Well, there. That, I, I amend my statement to include these details. Very good. It looks like perhaps in that building over there. The window was very tall. Well, Would have been awkward to get window hangings. Then we should head directly there. I don't want to be here any longer than we have to. Agreed. Yes. As much as I trust Doris to be able to. Um. um just a quick question. What's our plan here? Plan. Like, what's our goal? Our goal is to try to find this Abigail woman or the woman that uh, exchanged. Perceptions or consciousnesses right. with and speak to her, see if we can get any information. And if shouldn't we just kill her? Well, what I, if he's another woman like me? And, like, and well, that's what we have to determine first, and then we'll see what happens from there. But I mean, if if Abigail's in the body, wouldn't we shoot it? Like, does she die? There's no guarantee of that. Well, I, I, you you've all been in the dreaming a lot more than I have. So, do you, do you think that's how it works? It's the reason I mean, why I was thinking we should do a two-pronged attack. Because if we kill her and her spirit simply escapes, then we've done basically nothing. But, but first we have to see if this is even the case. Is it Abigail this, or is it another victim? This This woman might be the actual Abigail. I don't know. Perhaps... This is her physical form, so who knows? I I think we should be prepared for her to be able to defend herself with the staff and perhaps other patients. Out of character, we know what the real original Abigail looked like, right? Um, Can we like see pictures of her or something in like a newspaper? Not no, not a newspaper. You wouldn't have seen pictures of her in a newspaper. I okay. uh, I think in one of the dreaming things uh, in the morgue. Yeah, we saw her. She was looking she at was us. there so in that's her right. form. That's right. Yes, when you okay. shot her. and she was short, right. slight with slight build, with curly black hair, long curly black hair. Oh, probably about like four right. eleven, maybe five feet. Excellent. It sounds like the person I inhabited. Okay, so... I'm just trying to figure out what we're going to do after Doris kills her. Assuming that it's Doris that does so. Well, Doris was the first one to mention it, so I assume that... Hopefully we could do it in a way that's quiet and then just leave. But honestly, (laughs) look, it's one of those situations where we're going to have to make that call when we get there. If we feel that 
sacrificing our own well-being and for the greater good is worthwhile, which means we think that killing this woman will end this. I will do so and take the responsibility for it all and face the consequences. I have no problem with that. I've spent plenty of time in prison. I can spend more. If, if this is a step too far from you, Melvin, I mean, I know that you've been dragged into this situation. I'm okay with it. I just, you know, I don't, I don't necessarily want to have to shoot my way out of a mental institution. I don't think none any of us, us want that. None of us want that. Well, then again, Melvin, if you feel more comfortable with that, I'd be willing to acquiesce to you waiting in the car for a speedy getaway and allowing us to do those things. I don't, I don't think that's necessarily going to help. I just don't want to hurt anybody who doesn't need to be hurt. I assure you that no one here does. All right. As long as we're all on the same page, it's... I mean, this is this is almost a situation of self-defense, but it's not I, just self-defense. Oh, no, it's defense she's, of she's our a, entire world. Yeah, it's necessary. I have but seen the face of Hostor. No one else should ever, ever. I, I sort of like quiver with a small sense of terror, almost like a like a, a somebody stepped on my grave type of thing. Like, Let's steal ourselves and be done with this. Okay, so you drive up to the the sort of outbuilding, and it's looks like it's two stories, and they have it looked probably ten foot ceilings because it has those big long floor to ceiling windows. <laughs> With bars on them, of course. And uh, uh, there's a sign that says Building 3, and underneath it it says Attending Physician Dr. Edward Friedman. MD. Does that... Oh. That... That name sounds familiar. Um, It is R. Dr. Friedman. Shit! Okay. Great. Great. Maybe we should have gone to the mathematician first. What if the folio has the key? She wanted to destroy it. What if it has the key to destroying her? Do you want to turn back now? No, it is much too late to turn back. I just... Uh, I'm sorry. I'm, I'm very concerned. And uh, it's just a small crisis of conscience. And... Can you reach her through the Draymen or something? I don't know. Uh, is there any way to reach her at this point? Not not that would help us decipher anything in the folio. Although technically, I suppose we could try to go to the Draymen and reach out to Einstein. Hmm. I hadn't thought of that. Neither had I until just this moment. <laughs> Perhaps we can try to do that here now. I am not going with you, but I will guard you with my life. I feel like 
it's a very dangerous place and time to do that, but hold it in reserve. All right. All right. Let's this we're here. Let's let's do this thing. We we gotta do this thing. Before I lose my nerve. <laughs> Doris is gonna hand gun to everybody. Who wants them? What are you giving them? Just so so we know for as far as <clears throat> Um I have a rifle and my Colt. Um I, I I I assume I have like versions of that for anyone who wants it. Yeah, well, I, I mean, whatever pistol you hit, you you give me, I'm, I'll I'll basically put in the back of my belt behind my jacket, okay. try to conceal it as best I can. But I definitely do feel better armed. <laughs> I think Dimitri had a shotgun. Still. Okay. Do you have it with you, or do you want another one? Well, it would probably be, like, in the trunk of the car. Okay. Melvin, did you want anything? No, I'm covered. Okay. Mella. Probably not for the best. All right. I'll keep a heavy cart handy. I'm gonna take another pistol with my with me then. So I have two pistols and then a shotgun. Okay. And we'll say they're like. Now, are, 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 are you like when you, you know you have like a there's like a, a row of parking spaces in front of this building? Are you gonna like try to conceal this weapon like like underneath a coat or something, or are you walking in armed to the teeth? No, no, they're probably in my skirts because I've got pockets in my skirts. That's where I was keeping my pistols before. Oh, okay, got it. Right. So, yeah, this ain't the Matrix, bro. <laughs> I'm asking. I'm asking. I'm asking as far as for the long, long rifles, not 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 pistols. So anyone yeah, who's yeah. got something long. Yeah, probably in my skirts or. Um, so I'm gonna go ahead and start walking into the building. <laughs> okay, you walk up the stairs. There's like about twelve stairs that lead up to the, the to the doors, and the doors are uh, glass, but there's like that uh, sort of like those gauzy curtains in front of them. Uh, and th- these these doors leading in don't have bars on them, and they are both closed. I try at the door to open it. Is it locked? No, it opens. <clears throat> right, I I walk inside, and it's a it's sort of a large atrium, big vaulted vaulted ceiling. <clears throat> There's a desk, uh, maybe like fifteen or twenty feet ahead of you. Uh, it looks like a receptionist desk. There's no one at it. Uh, there are stairways leading up either side to the top floor that sort of they kind of curve from either side and kind of go up and meet at sort of a landing at the top uh, opposite of the entrance and there's also uh, two sets of doors on either side one all the way back opposite the entrance and one about midway uh, those doors you can see they have little windows on them and there's and there's bars on them and the, sort of that, that wire stuff they put in between windows and things like that 
but there is. I want to look around and see if I can find like some kind of lab coat or anything like that. Make a luck roll. What is my luck? Thirty-two out of fifty-seven. Okay. Yeah, there's three of them. <laughs> I hand them out. Perhaps this will make us look a little bit less conspicuous. And this, what is it, a sphygmomanometer? Is that what the... Oh, yeah. Yeah, I put That's that on a real too. thing, for sure. What is uh, that? No, that's the cuff? The oh, oh, oh. At, the, at the receptionist station, is there any list of occupants there's or anything a, like that? There's a big ledger there with all kinds of names in it. And I start with looking room through it. Okay. Trying to find an Abigail. Okay. It should be pretty easy in your world. <laughs> That's the, the problem. There's 75 Abigails. Abigails. There are 14 Abigails listed on the history. <laughs> no. <laughs> there is no one in the registry named... Uh, it looks like uh, the uh, bottom floor... Uh, looking at the, at, the, at the room numbers and the names, the bottom floor looks like it is all male patients and the second floor is all female patients uh and on the second floor you do not see anyone named abigail although you do see two jane does i point that out to the group and i go well, we have two jane does there's jane doe number three and a jane doe number 26 i want to start with jane's doe number 26 <laughs> does the ledger have any information about um like when they were uh, when they were brought in or conditioned or anything like what does one say restrained or something uh, there's nothing about conditions uh, there's like an admission date uh, and one of them was admitted like a w- couple weeks ago and the other the other one Jane Doe number three was admitted like a year ago. Does any do are either one of them marked like dangerous? Does the staff know to be careful? There's no there's no like uh, real medical like notes okay. notes in there. There is there are two there is another door that leads to an office, sort of on the left hand side near where the stairway is, that does not have those bars on it. So mm, might as well go check in there then. Well, I don't. We may just want to check both quickly we've yeah. got a 50% shot I don't know if snooping around an office is the best yes, use of our time yeah possibly just be quick and especially as much as I want to see Dr. Edward again I'm afraid of what we might, we might find at this point well I think his very presence here shows that maybe we should not have trusted him to start with the trials of this are harsh, and a lot of times I have not been in control of my own faculties. He is He's my as friend. as much of a victim of all of this as any of the rest of us. Is he? Or do you want him to be? He may have started that way and now is working in league with Or he may have been doing it the whole time. 
Either way, we should hurry. Indeed. Let's just go upstairs and check out what we can check out. Let's go. We go, quickly. Yep. So you're going upstairs? Mm-hmm. Okay, so you're not, not to the offices. Just clarifying. Yeah, not okay. to the offices. Okay. Unless we run into more people. So where are you going to go to the left? Well, you, you, you go up one of the two stairwells and you get up to the top. The, the sort of landing and it kind of like a balcony that overlooks where you just were. And there's a locked door to the east and the west. Which one has room 27, do we know? Uh, the... Uh, well, yeah, they probably, they're probably li- listed. Right, yeah. It's the one to the... to your right when you get up there. I suggest we check the older one first. That's I agree. Okay. <laughs> um, well, the doors are locked, right? Does anybody know how to help with that? I think I do. No, I don't. <laughs> I, I mean, yeah, that lock picking I, thing is not a thing. I could maybe we should uh, lock Smith <laughs> is, but uh, yeah. No, no, I mean it's just not a thing for me. Mm. Have survival. I could try to sneak down, find the nurse's station that might have a key. I think our, our best bet is to stick together at this point. Uh, take the butt of my pistol and I try to ja- try to break the door up. <laughs> Give me a strength roll with a uh, penalty die. Yay, me! When, when, when that inevitably fails, I'll just kick it open. I was like, <laughs> haven't we picked locks before? And then I realized that, like, if, if by pick you mean bust in. As I say, the only time we've ever picked a lock this time I've been playing is uh, I just kicked the door in. I got a 31 under my 55 strength. Oh. The okay. other die was a zero. I would have gotten a zero one. <laughs> oh. All right. So you, you knock the doorknob off and you can kind of fiddle in there with the workings to the point where you can get the latch open. Let's go. I'm kind of impressed. As am I. Did not expect that to work. So so you open the door and you're, you're basically against the uh, the sort of outer the like to your to your right are windows that look out onto the Excuse me. Onto the the courtyard behind the behind the building. Dimitri, does anything view of these windows look familiar? Does it? Uh, maybe. No. I mean, they're the right shape. They're the right size and shape. These are definitely the correct windows, but perhaps not this set of windows. It's hard to tell. Right, straight to room twenty-seven then. Okay, room well, twenty-seven. Like, I mean, the woman in the bed isn't. Wouldn't that be also a giveaway? Yeah. Well, you're in the hallway. You're in the hallway. Right? Oh. Okay. Yeah. So you get to room twenty-seven, and it's on the the exterior side because it makes a a left-hand turn, and you're a bunch of doors. Uh, you get to twenty-seven and open it up, 
And uh, who's going through first? I will. I will. Oh. Yeah, I will. <laughs> Isidore going through first? Yeah, I have my pistol in my hand. Can okay. Let me. Demet- oh, wait. I'm happy Well, yeah. and Dimitri's already been somewhat compromised. If something's going to hit somebody initially, I'd rather it be me. Right. I, I, I find myself expendable. So if there's a trap, <laughs> seriously, you guys are far more capable than me as far as Isidore is concerned. Unless we have to go into the dreaming and then we are screwed. I, I Isidore figured... is also easy to subdue. <laughs> Quite so. <laughs> Okay. Right. You go first, really, Isidore. It's really, all good. Really good way of thinking. Who do we want to get possessed? The person you can take out. <laughs> exactly right. <laughs> okay, so you open up the door, and the first thing you notice is there is an empty bed. Obviously, there was someone in. Oh, no. And uh, there are, you can see where there are leather straps, wrist restraints, and ankle restraints, and one across the sort of across the midsection. They're just, they're, they're, they're unlatched. They're not torn or cut or anything like that. They've been unlatched. Um, Dimitri, as soon as you look in, this was the room you were in. You're almost certain of it. This was definitely it. This is the room. I fear this might have been a trap. I think it's a trap. If the good doctor actually is here and responsible for the whole thing and under her control, it's likely that he may have released her and she is with him. Is there some kind of doctor's office? Are there other floors where the doctors are? First, The first floor, there was, a, there was an office door. The office. When we decided not to go into the office and she was like, just checking, you're not going into the office? We were like, yeah, we're not going to the office. That's an office. <laughs> okay, well, I guess we're going into the office now. Meta game! <laughs> <laughs> we're going to listen to that office, too. <laughs> Thanks, man. <laughs> they happened to play your agency. Well, man. no, I, I said that because <laughs> someone someone had someone had mentioned wanting to go go in there. I was just making sure that you weren't going. No, there. I know. I'm just giving okay. you shit. Yeah. Just, All right. So, so here's the answer. We just were like, well, I guess she's not here. It's time to go. We'll just leave. Out. <laughs> I want to check the office. Okay, so you go downstairs, and the, the office is unlocked, uh, and open it up, and it, it basically there's like a a small office here, and you can see there's an office where there is a looks like someone has taped a sign that says uh, Doctor Friedman on it, like it say welcome party, like written <laughs> on it with tape, like they haven't gotten around to painting his name on the door, and the other one says Doctor. Oh, the, the other one. Uh, the other one says uh, head nurse. Uh, <laughs> Lucille Gray. Okay, I'm going to go ahead and open the doctor's office door. Okay, and there's a whole like bank of filing cabinets, and there's a. Uh, a desk and bookshelves and medical books on the walls. And you can see there's a whole bunch of boxes as if stuff is being packed away. I'm so on edge, like Stu did that like motion with his hand to like, oh, there's a bank of filing cabinets. I'm like, oh no! 
He's like Same. waiting for like some attack to happen. He's like swinging his arm. Like, oh, no. oh, okay. It's just the filing cabinet. The filing cabinets are attacking. <laughs> They're critically headbutting everybody. <laughs> That's no joke. <laughs> I wasn't kidding. Um, this wasn't a critical. Okay, nurse's office then. Okay. They open the nur- nur- uh, the door to the nurse's office, and then it looks similar, except it doesn't have the filing cabinets. And there's no one here. Um, in I want to search the filing cabinets in the doctor's office. Okay. For the records for that Jane Doe. Jane Doe number three. Yes. Okay. Um, you open it up, and there's like the like a, a pages of stuff. And like the the very original says that um, uh, uh, it it has a different doctor's name on it at the top where they sort of write their stuff um, Bernard Ryan and it says um, uh, patient uh, is delusional. Um, and is suffering from uh, schizophrenia. Um, uh, she claims to be uh, 17... Is Bernard Ryan? Bernard... Did I say Bernard Ryan? I think I said Bernard Ryan. Yes, Bernard Ryan. Ryan. And it says... Um, shoot. That's my page. Bernard Ryan was... Also, the name of the bookstore owner is did that I supposed use, to be Did I use the same name on the list without deleting it? <laughs> that is not a coincidence. That was a mistake. No, uh, no, sorry. I was like, everyone's oh, been against us this whole time. <laughs> yeah, everyone we've after, ever met. After the sleep doctor dude turned yeah. out to be evil. <laughs> Ethan head nurse is the same name as my mother's name. Ethan. As a child, she was stalking me. Ethan Stone, have I used that name yet? Which one? Ethan Stone. <laughs> Does it sound recently. familiar? Okay. Not was as it? recently, if so. I'm okay. Gonna... So Ethan Stone. Um, uh, <clears throat> let's just go with Ethan Stone. Uh, patient claims to be a 17th century woman named Abigail Athenbright, born in England. <coughs> um... Uh, she claims to have been a witch and um, has now somehow transported herself here. Uh, prescribed 57,000 units of Thorazine, blah, 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 and <clears throat> uh, has moments of lucidity, um, does not appear violent. Um, And then you like paging through it. You f- you find that uh, th- this doctor was trying to find out who she actually is, and never never got any kind of a straight answer about that. <coughs> when did Edward take over? Uh, well, that you there is only one page in there from from Edward Friedman. It is the most recent one, and it says um, medication has been. Um, Suspended for evaluation for um, um, uh, discharge. 
Oh no. Oh no. What if they went straight to Pasadena? Um. Oh, that's outside my character knowledge. Never mind. But I said metagame with a flourish, Dave. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I mean, <laughs> it, it's like Edward was known to like cars and to want to drive fast. Has anybody checked the parking lot? We have not yet. Okay, let's go do it. Yeah. Well, I, I know that he liked big fancy cars and he had the resources to get them, so we could look for something like that, see if he's still around, sure. Okay, so you go go back and look around the parking lot and there is an assigned spot there, but it is empty. There's like an attending physician spot. I, I say we make haste. Yeah. I mean, the only other possible destination is there. Um, Someone... Isidore, now seems like a good time to try to see if we can get Einstein to help us. What? Right here? Abigail is gone. Edward is gone. Okay. I'll back your play. We could do it on the way, but it's it will take, what, 30 minutes to reach? Castle? At the very least. Probably more. Probably an hour. Yeah. An hour? A minute. Yeah, for Caltech. Yeah. Well, it takes me a half hour to 45 minutes to make that same drive from... In time, works different than try to do in the car. Well, we'll at least be on the move and surrounded by people we trust. So, I'm, I'm good with that. Let's do it. All right. Oh, yeah. So, we get in the car. Okay. And... Do we still have a stash of ether? Well, I was going to say you're you're leaving a hospital, so I was going to ask you if you if there's any pharmaceuticals you want to avail yourselves yeah. to. <laughs> the stuff that the stuff that knocks you out and the stuff that wakes you back up. Yeah, swelling starts in heather. There you go. <laughs> Cathedral lives are so exciting. Ether's I like this ship. It's exciting. <laughs> ether is no joke. <laughs> Okay, so are you are are you going to uh, are people going to be um, put under on the drive there? I'm assuming. Is yes. That what's happening? Okay. Um, have you guys used? Has any any would anyone have had any in their academia or whatever had any need to use ether? I think we've all used ether in the past. We've done it to ourselves. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I accidentally gassed myself. I think that's what I'm at. That's right. That's right. Okay. Yes. Because, like, you don't want to open the bottle of ether while you're all in the car. Yes. Because it's it's that volatile. It will make Mm -hmm. everyone dizzy and sleepy. Okay. So you're gonna sort of position people to go to sleep. Drip, drip, drip. Good night, and then everyone else. Once the car is aired out, drive drive on. Sounds perfect. Okay. All right. <coughs> um, let's see. 
So Isidore and Camilla are going under. Who, whichever of you has the lowest luck, make a roll. No, no, make it the highest. Whoever has the highest luck. My luck is uh, 57. Go for it. Okay. Every time I pick up dice in this game, I swear, it's just a pit of anxiety. <laughs> I got an eight. Oh, okay, all right. So um, so you guys all get in the car, and you start driving, and uh, the, the same guard kind of comes out and puts his hand up as you're, as you're driving towards the exit. Arthur, uh, can, can we help you? Oh, I'm sorry, I need to search your vehicle on oh, exit. Oh, you do? Oh, well, yes, you know, there's... Sometimes people try to escape. Oh, that's a very good point. I hadn't thought of that. I'm just going to, like, clock him. Okay, all right. Just pitch the bottle of ether at him. <laughs> yeah, of course. <laughs> yeah, just hug the bottle of ether at the ground between his feet. Yeah, there you go. And drive off. Pull a Batman. <laughs> We're gone. I have to smoke bomb. <laughs> yeah. Fuck it, say it. So make Everybody your... else goes to sleep and Batman <laughs> just casually walks away. <laughs> <laughs> That's how that really worked. Uh, go ahead and make your fighting brawl roll. Okay. Ooh, holy shit. Uh-oh. I made it. I got 29. Out of, what's your roll? Uh, 48. So it's not quite half. Okay, I rolled a sixteen. Let me oh, figure snaps. out what this guy's what this guy's fighting might be. I'm going to grab one of these old NPCs and see. He just catches your fist. And goes, yeah, not today, fast talking lady. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, maybe somebody else can use the ether. He's like a five times golden gloves champion. Yeah, right. <laughs> okay, so. Uh, his was was a was it a major, it, but it is it is a it would he, he got he did better. So, <laughs> and the way that works when you're actually fighting like fisticuffs mm-hmm. is if he chooses to fight back, which I'm going to assume he does, he mm-hmm. you actually take damage. Okay. So so he popped you in the face for four <laughs> points. Not my face. In the face. And everything you call a face. How much damage would it take? Four. Four. Okay, sorry. Oh no. <laughs> and our friend with the first aid is asleep under the ether. <laughs> and, uh. And, and, and he and he says with gritted teeth, "You're a day late and a dollar short, lady." But he's ever called me short in my life. <laughs> I'm just gonna I'm just gonna poke the shotgun out the back window and be like, "We're driving on now." <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hmm. Make your intimidate roll and give yourself a bonus die because you're holding a fire stick. 
doesn't seem like a day late and a dollar short does not seem like Abigail mind control. I'm gonna feel really I bad. He's just legitimately trying to do his job and not. I know. Let people <laughs> no, I feel bad. Island. I was like, oh. oh well, uh, I got a twenty-two under thirty-five. Okay. Uh. Yeah, he kind of puts his hands up, and says, "Hey, wait a second. No one said there would be guns." What the guns were implied. <laughs> Who said say what about what? The doctor. Oh, we got ourselves a car chase situation here. Mm-hmm. <laughs> How long ago did they leave? Oh, about twenty minutes, maybe thirty, just before I you pulled up. It. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I'll be back in the car before he does. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Jump in the window. Just oh, you got out. Of, I didn't realize you got out of the car to punch him. Oh, yeah. I guess maybe not. I, that was what I pictured in my head. But okay, so you start driving. You're heading north again at great speed. Give me like one driving roll to just to sort of generally because I'm, I'm assuming you're going to be taking some chances. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh. wife just walked up and whispered something and scared the crap out of me. <laughs> she was saying hi, Kimmy. <gasps> hi. Hi, Kimmy. Wow. I got, these are brand new dice that I'm rolling and I just rolled a 12. Under my 81. That's the same thing I'm doing. I just opened up a huge, a new batch of dice and <laughs> worked it out nicely for me. Like I just, I, like I got my, my dice subscription yesterday and I was like, I'll use those. They're working. So that's a that's an extreme success on my driving. Okay, excellent. All right. Oh, yeah, here. There's some chase music. Nineteen twenties chase music. All right. <laughs> okay. I heard there's beer in Norwalk and they're thirsty in Pasadena. <laughs> Got a long way to go and a short time to get there. We gotta do what they say can't be done. <laughs> All right. So after about uh, fifty minutes, you uh, pull up into the into the Caltech mm-hmm. area, a campus I've never been on. So I'll make it a lot. <laughs> and I've uh, been there. They have a little observatory there. It's a cool building. I've walked by. I've walked by the campus, but I've never actually been on it. The, um, the observatory at Pasadena City College was actually dedicated by Albert Einstein. Oh, was it really? No right kidding. Across the street. Okay. So, uh, and you find the math department probably in the humanities building. I think they consider mathematics a humanity. Mm-hmm. So, <coughs> you, you park outside the uh, the humanities building. I see if I find one of those index map type of areas where they show where things are, like the math department. Are we department still asleep? What happened? Yeah. Oh, shoot! I forgot all about that! <laughs> You're so excited about the banjo music, you forgot about the dreamy. <laughs> all right. Okay. I'm so pleased. had the banjo music ready to go. <laughs> so you have, you're in a... Uh, you're in the stone tower when you awake. No. <coughs> 
Okay. You're in the hospital beds when you wake up. Well, poo. Okay. I, I get up and start looking around. Okay. Um, uh, you get up out of the bed and uh, go over to the <coughs> to the door, and the door is locked. Okay. Um, it, it's a solid wooden door, then. Yeah, with a little that little window, just like it looks exactly like the door. The it looks like Abigail Athenbright's room, except there's two beds in here, not one, like on opposite Damn. walls. Okay. Um, I remove uh, the mattress from one of the small beds mm-hmm. and try to use it as a battering ram to open the door. Okay. Make either a strength or a power roll, whichever is power. Pow is awesome. I'm super strong in the dreaming. <laughs> 38 out of 80. Okay. All right. So you break the door open and you're in the hallway. All of this is looking eerily familiar to you. Okay. Um. Well, last we saw Einstein, he was in the town next to the Brother Citadel. Yes. Um... And intention is as good as reality. I basically take both of Camilla's hands in mine and I look her in the eye and says, let's concentrate. Let's travel to the town of the dead. She's no better name for it, is it? And basically we both concentrate on seeing if we can get over there. It's never really worked out great for Camilla, but I want to give it a try. <laughs> okay. Um, you have the, the, the dreaming skill? Yes. Someone does? I have Cthulhu Mythos and Dreaming, yes. Okay. Uh, What's yours in Dreaming now? Uh, my Dreaming is at 14. Yeah, go ahead. It is the same. Okay, so I, I, you can do it one of two ways. You can both roll, and then whatever happens with each of you, success or failure happens. Or one of you can roll with an advantage. Together or not at all. Yep, together. Should I roll? I mean, yeah, sure. I, okay. I think your dice have been much kinder than mine. Mon Pathfinder dice. I found these cleaning the house. <laughs> oh, he dropped one on the floor. I did. And he's looking for it. And he's found it. He's reading the die. I have a 10 with the advantage or a 60 without. So a 10 will actually make my dreaming score. Okay, all right. So, you are uh, a, you're you're sort of like in the middle of the desert, sort of approaching this little town, and you can see the big citadel in the, looming in the distance behind you. Um, I, I I would think Camilla, this requires haste. So I start doing the best as a jog with my gimpy leg. Does that apply in the dreaming as well, my gimpy leg? No. No, then I start running. Okay. Yeah, Take are, advantage. We are going. We are going yeah. for this. Okay, and you can see uh, you can see Einstein sitting on a porch 
Same porch. In the same place. Same Einstein? Same Einstein, reading a book. Same book, looks like. One of his. Brood. <laughs> Herr Einstein! Herr Einstein! Well, yes, you're back so soon. Please sit. I go, I'm sorry to bother you, sir, but we found this manuscript with some equations that we desperately want you to look at and see if you can decipher any meaningful information. Oh, well, let's see. And I'm going to hopefully still have the manuscript, the folio in my possession. It's there. Good. There's no Russian writing on it. Mm. It's not smeared, it's just not there. Sure. I'm going to hand it to Einstein. I basically start guiding him through searching through the parts that we specifically wanted deciphered. Okay. Hmm. These equations, they are very consistent with my own observations. Yes. Um, very dangerous. Very, very dangerous. Yes, but can they also be dangerous to someone who passes through the dreaming through time mm. free will well, who you, might be anchored in our time you, you could perhaps um, <clears throat> interfere with such a person's ability to um, move about I, I would imagine someone who were to study this enough would no longer need to be dreaming in order to travel at will. This is stating that the point that perception and consciousness um, uh, is manifested outside of space-time. <coughs> And with such knowledge and at a complete level, I, I can see that one would be able to move as one can here in the real world. And to stop someone else from doing so. Mm, possibly, yes. We need to know how to do this. If we can stop this woman from traveling freely through time and perhaps just limit her to, to her own timeline, I believe that her plans might be undoubtedly foiled. That is possible. Um, Can you teach us? I will, I will need a few moments to study if, you, if I may have such. Of course. And basically, I'm going to sit down next to him, and I am basically concentrating on the idea of time passing s as slowly as possible in real world versus <laughs> the dreaming. Okay. Make a dreaming roll. With that thought. Oh, sweet. I'm probably going to fail it, but it's a good idea. Now, 46. Failed. Okay. All right. 
I mean, our dreaming knowledge is very limited. When we do stuff, it's actually really lucky. Okay. So, um, he says, Okay, I will explain this as clearly to you as I possibly can. And then, now we're going to cut back to the car. And the people driving in the car. So you guys are pulling up to the uh, the humanities building. There's there's still the two of them are cars in front of the building. Yes, Uh-oh. there was a very nice nineteen twenty four. Oh, nice, and it's immaculate. Mm, okay. Even the tires are shiny. Mm. They've got like the nice, like, I don't know if they had the, I guess if they wouldn't then. It's like White walls? Kind of spoke look. They probably had, yeah, probably spokes. No, they, they, mm. they have rims. Spinners. Mm. <laughs> no. <clears throat> but well, it, probably, it looks like our friend is here. Just realized I'm the only person who is still awake who has ever met this person. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> very good. At the very least, there's you. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to scan and see. Do I see them? Do, or Actually, uh, <laughs> why, why don't we park the car and see? Hopefully, they will wake up soon. Well, what just happened to this? Hold on a second. Oh, my God. Did Abigail take over your computer? Yeah, I think so. That bitch. It's, it's, what is going on? Cursed. There it goes. Oh my god. And I, I had th- this computer was working so slowly, I had to like factory reset it, and mm-hmm. it only has like eight things installed on it now. <laughs> I had to do that to my phone recently because it was just shutting itself off randomly. Now it works fine. It's just weird. You had to show it who's boss. I guess. Yeah. I will break you. All right, so we... Uh... You don't see them out there, no. Okay. Mm. So are we parking, Melvin? Are you driving? Who's driving? Yeah, we'll, we'll, we'll just park. Wait for them to wake up. Yeah, I'm going to go over to the car and, like, put my hand on the other car, the fancy car, and see, is it, like, still warm? It is. No. They, we, we cannot afford to wait. We need to get, we need to get in there as soon as we can and stop them. I'm going to go up and, I don't know, start. I'll charge into the place. Oh. Like, shotgun in hand. What, do you think it is? Do you think we need, should wait for them to wake up, or should we do that now and try and stop them? Mm. Well, that's right. I forgot we took some smelling salts. Maybe they wake up when they're one. That is a good good choice. Hopefully, they're they together. Inform us what's happening. I like, I like that plan. Who should we wake up? Yeah, I will. Wake Bella. 
I just pick even and odd and then roll these. Yeah, no, that's fantastic. <laughs> like, how do I do this without metagaming? I approve. All right, um, very good. Let's wake up Camilla. Give me one second because we have a couple things going at the same time. All right, yeah. boom. Uh, sleepers, check your Slack, please. And who are you waking up? Camilla. Okay. Camilla, stop reading. (laughs) (laughs) So you're... you're, you're (laughs) No. Nose pain. Awake. Camilla. Camilla, we are here. Um, They've just gone inside. We've only arrived a few minutes after them. Right. Um. Ooh. So there is a way. Hmm. Should, do we need to wait until? Did, did you find Einstein? Should we wait until we they're done? We found Einstein. We found okay. Einstein. He's he's teaching. He was teaching both of us a way to stop her. Oh. Um, but, but Isidore will have to stay. So we should go in and try and stop them? Yes, but is there a way I need to be able to communicate with him? He needs to, he needs to find her here. Wherever she might be, he needs to find her in the dreaming. Uh, I mean, can you can you go back to sleep? I don't know. You get that, Tyler? Yep. Maybe that out to everyone else. Uh, cars are pulling in around us. Then we should go in. We should go in, and, and hopefully he'll he'll. N- know when she comes out. And if not, I've got this bottle of ether. Are they pulling in around us like they're attacking us or just like... Well, you're in like a large parking lot and you see three cars in a row driving <clears throat> driving pretty fast and they kind of pull in, tire screeching even, into the parking lot and they're sort of headed in your direction. Oh, we should go. Let's, Let's go. get away from the car and they perhaps won't notice Can Isidore someone grab sleeping. Isidore? Like, I'll help, grab someone Isidore. help me with Isidore. Oh, okay. <sighs> 37. Out of 85. For strength. Oh, to pick him up? Yeah. Not a problem. You got him. Yep. I was going to say one arm over the shoulder, but you can fire him in yeah. the ring, probably. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you, you guys rush inside. Mm-hmm. Is there any way to, like, lock the door or bar the door after us? Uh... You are running toward the door. They're shooting. There's, oh, someone got hit. How many? There's what? Four, four or five of you. Would someone like? To, who has the lowest luck? <laughs> I just rolled like, like four random attack rolls, and I rolled a four for one of them. My luck is sixty-five. Thirty-six. Fifty-three. Twenty-nine. Oh. Twenty-nine. What's? Isidore's because he's being carried. 
His is high, right? Yeah, he has like a 50. Okay, all right. Okay. Um, so you're hearing... You're hearing... Yeah, like 57, sorry. Okay. You're hearing that someone's shooting, so you can, um, at this point, make a dodge roll if you would like. I would like. Okay. That is the right course of action. <laughs> and, and I will allow you to, like, maybe dive behind another car if you would like to choose, which would, I will I give you a bonus dive for. You're unconscious. Yeah, but, but I can still show my flops around and, like, make the <laughs> thumbs up. I made a 39 <laughs> under my 65. 39? Okay, all right. Nice. I can't actually fight anyone. But I can get away. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, so you duck behind the car and go plink, clink, clink, clink. You can hear the bullets hitting the someone's car. <clears throat> All right. So you I'm you gonna... you avoid being shot. Um, you are kind of pinned behind this car, though. The door you would have to sort of expose yourself to get to the door where everyone else is running to right now. Mm-hmm. Well, I'm I'm gonna try and return fire slash. Lay down cover. Okay, all right. Go ahead and uh, make that attack roll. <laughs> I got off. Oh, I'm sorry. I got a seven under seventy four. Excellent. Okay. Kaboom! Kaboom! So now you, you've got. There's now suppressing fire, so you can probably move into the into that Not building like, at any old time. Like the old man in that second season of The Walking Dead that just <laughs> managed to stand out in the middle of a field with a shotgun and keep firing for two hours and never reload. Oh, oh yeah, uh, yeah, the old guy with white hair. I can't remember his yeah, name. The, the his shotgun never ran out of ammo, and he shot like thirty rounds. <laughs> <laughs> I am going to run into the door. Okay, so you hit. Like you end up hitting um, the passenger, the driver's side of one of the, the of the lead car, and you definitely hit the driver. And he kind of swerves, and the car behind him rear ends him at a pretty good clip. And one of the two one of the two cars gets kind of knocked over on the side. So the third car manages to avoid it, and it's still kind of heading in your direction. And there is a guy outside holding a rifle, like l- sitting on the passenger side, still attempting to shoot as you guys run in. I'll, I'll try and run. After I see that Camilla has made it to the building, I will attempt as well. Okay. All right, you're able Once to get inside. Huh? inside, is there anything we can like bar the door with? Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's probably like one of those like, like wrought iron benches. You can kind of pick it up and put the two legs through the little push style push things on the yes, something like that, or chair I'll maybe. Merlith. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. So you're all inside, and the door is now barred. Okay. And you know that. Uh, um, no, you don't know that. Well, yeah, there's a directory, so you can, if you want to look to see where you're going. Well, yes, let's do that. Okay. Uh, second floor, room uh, 
26 is uh, oh, I forgot her name Professor Moss yeah, yeah. yes Dr. Moss's office Rachel Moss mm-hmm. we are headed that way okay so you, you rush up the stairs um Who's What's who, is Isidore still in the dreaming? Is he like he's dreaming? out? He's still mm-hmm. out. Oh yeah, sorry. What's that? He's I'm dead out. to the world and asleep. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. He needs to stay there. And you? And in fact, I am going to start whispering in his ear. It's like find where we are in the dreaming. Find Abigail in the dreaming. You have to find her there. We're almost to her. If you can find her. If you can find her, we'll do this together. I'm desperately mm-hmm. trying to learn uh, this, and um, and it, the moment that I'm secure that I have at least a chance of being able to replicate these sounds in some way, um, I'm going to move to try to find her, I guess. Okay. Uh, he teaches you as quickly as he can. Uh, you You... You do hear Camilla's sort of whispering very faintly. Um, so if you would like to, you may try to make a the dreaming roll and see okay. if you can do a one of those jump, one of those incongruous jumps that happens in our dreams. Who is leading the way up the stairs? I am spending a considerable amount of luck, but I am okay. doing so. <clears throat> okay. I'm still carrying Isidore, so I probably shouldn't be going first. I'll go first. Okay. You got a built-in meat I'll shield. Keep up the rear. I think it's better if I go in the rear, because, like, then... Well, to cover for, like, if those guys with rifles come in. Oh, I see what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, Melvin, right as you turn the corner of the stairway to go up, like, the, the second half of the flight of stairs... You see uh, a woman who's about like maybe four eleven or five feet tall, with cur- long curly black hair, and she's she's wearing like a like a uh, uh, hospital gown. She's standing at the top of the stairs. I just keep going. Okay. I will uh, attempt to just tackle her. Okay. Go ahead and make your brawl attack brawl roll. Oh shit! She's got the higher ground. Oh no! That's the higher ground. Oh. <laughs> um. I gotta spend some luck. Oh, you can't do that for combat rolls. I got an eighty-nine on my eighty fighting. Oof. Okay. Um, she vanishes as you go to grab her. Uh-oh. Like literally disappears. And I'm gonna ask you to make a sanity check because I don't think you've seen a lot of the weird shit yet, have you? No, I am not. Okay. <clears throat> what is the sanity check? I gotta roll below my sanity. You have to roll below your sanity. 
25 under my 59. Okay. Uh, has she disappeared? Uh, first of all, did we all see her as we're following him up the stairs? Uh, probably, probably. Cause he's he's ahead of you. Yeah. And, and and he basically probably by the time the rest of you rounded the corner, he's attempting to tackle her. So some of you probably did see her pop out okay. of existence. And, she and did she disappear for all of us? Yes. Okay. And she disappeared in that sort of disturbing way that Einstein sort of appeared to you that one time yeah. where you kind of see Skin almost first. like yeah it's like it, it's like you like you're seeing like his insides kind of first like, like it's moving like in person CT scan yeah like you're yeah. like he's moving like not all of him is in the universe that we know of at the same time mm -hmm. she kind of disappeared that way and she appeared to take a step as she was doing it um, so you're at the top of you're at the top of the stairway, and there's now a long hall in front of you. What room? Twenty seven. Twenty seven. Looking for? Mm hmm. I'll just go to room twenty seven, I guess. Okay, you start running down the hallway, and on the right hand side, you get like uh, twenty one, twenty three. <coughs> 25, 25, 25, 25, uh -oh. 25. Oh, no. If I go back, are they all still 25? Yeah. Is everyone still behind me? The stair yeah, everyone's yeah. there. The stairs are gone. Okay. Are we all seeing the 25s too? Yeah. And the stairs are gone. When you look back, there's no stairs back there anymore. Doris is just going to start flinging open doors, the 25s. Okay. There she goes. Can I use... Hmm. Can I use like a combination of the warding that I know and the song that we know to ward off the hounds to try to see if I can break the illusion? The loop or whatever? Sure. what I will try to do is like you know start drawing the ward ahead of and behind where we are while using the song. Okay. And hopefully you know. Make that uh, mythos roll. Okay. It gets me dice. Ninety-seven over my thirty-one. Ninety-seven. Ooh. Could have been worse. Your skill level is what? Thirty-one. That is bad. And you got a ninety-seven. Mm-hmm. That is a critical fail. No. Wait. 
that is a critical failure. I thought it was a critical failure if it was three times above. No, it's a critical failure uh, it, if your skill level is 50% or below to get a 96 or higher. No. If oh, your skill no. level is 50% is 50% or above, only 0, zero is a is a fumble. Well, uh, so much for that idea. So, uh, uh, Isidore? Yes? You are in you are in Dr. Moss's office. Uh, she's tied up in a corner. And you can see uh, Dr. Friedman is here. He has a shotgun. And you can also see the small woman who you now know to be Abigail Athenbright is here as well. And she's sitting at the desk and her eyes are closed. I shoot her as accurately, actually, as close as I possibly can. And I'm going to depress that trigger until it goes click. Okay. I'm going to have you make a dreaming roll to shoot her. Okay. Sorry. Damn. No, no, because it's not an attack roll. I could spend luck on it. So. Uh. <laughs> All right. <clears throat> okay. Uh, I spent another twenty-two luck, and I hit her. <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Roll your damage on that, please. <laughs> I don't have the damage for that on my sheet. And that is a what is it? Some kind of revolver, I assume. Uh, yeah, uh, I have it. Oh, oh, sorry. Go ahead. Should be D10 plus two. Yeah. Okay, that works. Yeah, one D10 plus two for a uh, revolver. So that's nine points. Ooh. Okay. Okay. Um. <clears throat> you sh- you're like shooting her in the back of the head? Is that what you're doing? Yeah. Okay. You do that. You shoot her in the back of the head, and the, the contents of her-, of her skull empty out the front through an exit wound. And uh, you can see Dr. Friedman. He looks down and goes, Jesus Christ! <laughs> okay. And then he sits down with the shotgun and puts it in his mouth <gasps> and pulls I the trigger. I try to stop it. Okay, make another dreaming roll. I don't know how much luck you're going to It's not luck, by the way, so I got like three points of luck between the last two rolls I made, so. Uh, That is a 13, and my fighting is 47. Wow, you are on fire. Okay. I'm telling you, this 1d10 with the two numbers cannot roll. So it's got two numbers on it, zero and one? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right. So you you um, you like grab onto the shotgun, even though it's not there and you can't feel it. You are kind of uh, forcing it to not go into his mouth. It's like, don't do it, man. She's taken your mind. Take it back for yourself. Um. In the hallway. Um. Oh, and he, he, at one at one point during as he's like struggling, he goes pulls the trigger. So you guys hear a shot inside a hall, inside the, the uh, like the down the guys? hall, okay, down the hall from you. It's also starting to get dark. 
And I start making that noise while I'm struggling. Okay. Best I can. All right. Give me another dream roll on that one. Oh, man. I know it's. I know that it's a. It's a necessary thing, though. Uh, my Cthulhu Mythos is slightly better than my dreaming, but cool. Uh, uh, da, 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 that is... Uh, I, I want to take a picture of these dice <laughs> and tell, show you that I actually <laughs> did roll a nine. I swear <laughs> to God. God. <laughs> Best Do you have one of those D10s ever. that's all zeros? Is that what you want? <laughs> <laughs> it's all zeros and ones. You've been saving up. He has. Uh, He's I never mean, rolled like this the entire time. <laughs> but, uh, yeah. So, yeah. Uh, by a factor of five. Oh, okay. All right. I'm, and you were trying to do what? I was making the noise that disrupted okay, the time Okay, got it. Off. All right. Okay, um... So you you guys run continue down the hall. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I'm still just throwing open doors, like all the 25 doors just ran. Like it's exact same office over and over again. Yeah. Then you That's hear cool. the shot, and you can see you can see the, the end of the hallway, which you weren't really quite able to see before. Okay. And you can hear it. It it that the shot happened. That'll be the picture uh, of my dice. dice. <laughs> <laughs> oh, those are very nice dice, too. Yeah, Pathfinder dice. That's a nine. Alright, yeah, we're... Uh, at least I am. I'm just, like, booking it down the hall if I see the okay. end of the hallway again. Alright. Yeah. Uh, you get to door 27, or office... the room 27. Throw it open. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you see, I don't even remember what Doctor Friedman looked like. Uh, Do you remember? I think he was actually a pretty proper guy. Yeah. Like, very. Yeah. Oh, that's he a that suit. Nice suit. Yeah. Yeah. Tallish. A little round spectacles, I believe. Okay. Mm-hmm. Sitting there, and he looks like he's he's struggling with a shotgun. It's a double barrel, and one of the two barrels has gone off. And you can't really tell what he's doing. But he's, like, sitting in a chair, and he's, like, trying to pull the gun towards him. I, uh, yeah, I would be trying to communicate with Camilla, but I'm busy making the noise. Right. What else is happening? Uh, like, and I there, mean, I'm asking as a player, like, are we seeing Abigail Ab- there? Or? Abigail is slumped forward on the desk, and you can see what looks like the contents of her brain on the... On the desk. Okay. That probably shooter anyway. Okay. All right. And then there's gonna... you see it. Uh, there's a there's a, a a woman sort of tied up and gagged. Hmm. Um. Like in the corner. Okay, I'm gonna oh, go and run Friedman. to try to get the gun out of Friedman's hands. Okay. And uh, Melvin, you're gonna punch him. Yep. Okay. Go ahead and hit him. Seven points to Dave's other character. Uh, <laughs> you get to punch two of Dave's character. characters. Well, it's uh, it's definitely an exceptional or an extreme success. I got a six. Oh boy. Okay. All right. I'm going to say you clock him and knock him out. 
I, I don't believe that Dr. Friedman was a very tough dude. No. Right. And there's sirens. You can hear them outside. They're distant, but they seem like they're getting closer. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go. Can we untie Professor Moss first? Let's untie Professor Moss. Yeah, yeah, while you guys are dealing with the gun and the punching and the shooting, I'll go over and help her. Doris is actually going to pull her gun on Professor Moss. Okay. And just point it at her. What's your name? Dr. Moss. Camille, do we have any way to to check that and make sure she's really, really Dr. Moss or Professor Moss, whatever it is? The only person here who knows her is asleep. Agreed. Isidore would be the only one, and um, I dare not wake him. Of more concern is if it's really Dr. Moss inside. This is what I mean, yes. Yeah. Either way... Uh, we should probably not untie her yet. Say we should don't have her tell us something only Dr. Moss would know, but none of us would We don't know, know anything. <laughs> those things are. <laughs> What's your home address, Dr. Moss? What's your AOL password? Guide us to your home and describe the inside of it. And we will go inside and check and make sure that that's correct. Uh, uh, when when I know... Isidore phoned you, what did he tell you last night? He said he was going to have something sent down, and then he called me back quite panicked, saying that there was uh, someone uh, who might be looking for what he was going to show me. Doris is gonna walk over. Like she's written books and stuff, right? Not Doris. Uh, obviously, Doris has written books, but yes, um, Professor Doris has had some great <laughs> books for Yeah, so Doris is gonna go pull one of her books off the shelf and say, oh, "This good is idea. okay." Blah blah blah. The book you've written. Who did? Who is it dedicated to? My father. What is his name? It says to my father. I know, I'm seeing if she knows. Oh, she knows his name? Well, how would you know? No, no, if it says to my father, <laughs> I'm, waiting, I'm to trying my... to see if she knows like or that it says to name. my father and not just the name. It's, Never it, mind. It's, yeah, she did it. Okay. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I think you should shoot her anyway. <laughs> okay. Um, so, yeah, okay. All right, let's let her up and let's get out of here. Okay. All right. Uh, are you guys still carrying Isidore around? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Who's carrying Isidore? Me. Okay. Give me another strength roll. 48. Out of... 85. Okay. All right. So you make it back down the stairs, down the I hallway. juggling Isidore. It's fine. <laughs> And you can see that the car that had been coming into the parking lot is no longer there. Okay. To all get into the car. Is our car undisturbed? It looks like it. 
I mean, you guys probably left the door. You probably were in a hurry, so yeah. you probably left doors open and stuff, which are probably still open. I'm going to check under the bonnet. Is that the hood? Make sure. Is that the hood? They, well, they didn't do something, you know. Uh, no, you don't see anything. Okay, did we, we go. just Did we just leave? What's the name up there? I was wondering that, too. But I oh, also want to yeah. ask Dr. Moss what happened. I'm assuming you left her. You unless... Just stay here until. No, we, I was taking her with us. 100 percent taking yeah, her with yeah, us. Yeah, okay, all right. Want to take her with us? We can't leave her with like weird shotgun-toting freakmen. Well, we definitely took his shotgun away. I know, yeah. but like, you know what I mean. He's no, no, no. I agree. No, we can't leave them together. Overpowered for once. Yeah, and he's definitely can't in trouble. Say anything wrong. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you. uh all pile into the car with Dr. Moss mm. and take it's off. It's a tight fit now. It is, absolutely. And go ahead and uh, make that, like, like bootlegger's driving roll there. Because <laughs> this is like... Should we have left... Should we leave Friedman? Because could Abigail have jumped into Friedman instead? I mean, it's not like gender was a problem before. Yes, that's very true. I didn't think of that. Although I don't... Well, he looked like he was trying to. Yeah. I also don't. When I knocked really out Dimitri, when she was in his body, that seemed to fix it. He was also working to get rid of her. I'm trying to make. Whereas it. that is not something that we know Friedman would do. I got a 17 on my drive bolt. Okay, all right. So you head like up into the hills, into like the little back roads. And at, like while we're doing that, can I question Moss and see what's going on? Did they say anything? Did they? Can we say that we tied up Friedman before we left? Yes. Sure. Although I don't particularly want to, because then when the cops come, he's going to be like all. They tied me up. He's going to be like that anyway. Like, I was kidnapped. You've got someone with a, a gunshot wound in her head, and he's unconscious with a shotgun in front of him. Poor guy. <laughs> You had to leave I in mean, haste. The cops are going to want us yeah. one way or another. Yeah. There's no getting around that. The cops may not know anything about us yet. They may just have heard, you know, someone called because there were gunshots in the parking lot in the car wreck. Yeah. Mm-hmm. In which case, we should just have tied up Friedman. I mean, the cops are going to know about you guys. Nobody that we've interacted with today has ever gotten my name. I mean, technically, the only person we've interacted with today, the only person that they know is Doris. Oh, good. Well, that's true. Your celebrity is... <laughs> it's cursed. just... Yeah, it's just Arthur, too. But my point is, if Friedman is now Abigail... Well, you knew this, Doctor. Why don't we do the same we did for... I can't, I can't in gun conscious let us leave him there, because he was one of us. Well, I, I mean, do the same kind of questions, only he would know answers. Yeah. So we should definitely take Except him he's unconscious and we're... Well, on we take him along. I mean, our car is going to be like clown car, but... <laughs> There is another larger car available that belongs to another oh. doctor. 
We can take his car. That's also faster. Yeah. yeah. I'll let you retcon that if you make a luck roll, Pooja. <laughs> I make a luck roll. <laughs> you stand a better chance with me without my two luck. <laughs> He's helping you, hopefully. It's just like, like, what is on Cooper's face? Oh, he's he's cat so cute. He's <laughs> like, hello, I'm happy, Mama. I rolled a one. Did you really? Okay. So, I'm so glad I'm not rolling anything. <laughs> right as you are all about to flee out of place, she says, we should take him with us. Does he have his car keys? That, that sort of thing. And then, okay. okay. So you, all, you guys <laughs> take the... The other, the bigger car? Yeah. Okay. Take both cars. Or take both. Yeah, we'll take both cars. Okay. All right, I'll drive this, I'll drive our car, and Melvin can drive his nice, fancy car. Okay. Okay. Unless someone else has a better drive than I do, which probably is the case. What's your drive? Does this seem like a good place to end it? Because I think this seems like a good place to end it, because there are some unanswered questions. Sure. Up to you, man. Isadora is still unconscious. That's true. We should probably wake Isadora up. Well, yeah, we still have like, yeah. like technically we have till eight. Right. We still have a half hour. So okay. I don't know, do, do you think it's better to? I mean, I mean, Stu, you know the story. Like, do you, are we able to take care of it? Are we able, or do you think it's going to take too long? No, well, I, I mean, as far as far as your unanswered questions, I don't know. But as far as like what I had planned, we got through mm-hmm. it. Yeah. Well, I, I, I mean, I kind of dig the idea of leaving some unanswered questions for some future down the road. Well, yeah, we can't time. tie it all up in a neat little bow. Mm-hmm. But okay. I do yeah. want to know. Like, I feel like it's weird for us to drive off into the sunset with the rescued professor and unconscious Isidore and an unconscious, unconscious. Yeah. We could wake up Isidore. Yeah, and, and we could probably wake up Friedman, too, and, like, at least get some basic info and see if, like, he was, you know, at least, con- like, being taken advantage of. You all have cute little animals. I don't have one. You have a baby. It's even better. <laughs> you have a cute little human. A cute little human, yeah. Who is absolutely adorable, by the way. She is very cute. Yeah, Not as, like... She's not as calm and like nice on stream though. She... <laughs> um, yeah, let's at least do like a debrief with them and find okay. out what happened in that room. Okay. So you know, uh, well, you're gonna. I'm assuming you're gonna wake up Isadora first. Yeah. The yeah. Smelling Isadora salts. First. Okay. I would like to find out if Friedman is Friedman before we wake up Isadora. Is that wrong of me? <laughs> Are you trying to spare me the discomfort of seeing my best friend killed? Yes. <laughs> I appreciate that, actually. Okay. Okay. So you're going to wake up Dr. Friedman first? Okay. Okay. You have plenty of smelling salts. Yeah. And you wake him up. <laughs> Friedman? Yes. Yes. Do, do you do you know us? Do you know who I am? It's it's all it's it's too. It's not enough. It's too simple. There's not enough. There's more. I can't see it, but there's more. I know it's there's more. She's gonna look at Camilla. <laughs> look at like 
Mm-hmm. Do you sense it? Edward. I can almost see it. Edward, look at me. It's almost there. He's look, kind of looking at you, but his eyes are focused maybe like 12 or 15 feet beyond you. Mm. Edward, it... Come to the physical. Uh, We're here now in the physical land. It's right there. It's right there. I can almost... I can almost see it. I can almost see it. See, see what, Edward? Rivulet of blood starts coming out of his nose. Oh. Edward, do not, do not. The perception is not now. Do not try to perceive. Do not commune. Do not commune. You can, he's, he's, his eyes kind of glaze over and you can see that he's, he's trying to perceive something. I'm going to slap him. Okay. As hard as my tiny little hand can do so. Ooh, what's your damage bonus? (laughs) None. (laughs) You don't have have a damage bonus? I have 40 strength. Oh, okay. All right. Okay, so smack. I am not not Doris. But it leaves like that nice little like white area on his cheek. Right. And he kind of looks at you and he is enraged. He says, why did you do that? I was right there. Why did you do that? Because Abigail had you. Abigail. The queen in yellow was using you. It's right there. It's right there. You kind of get the impression that he's not all there. Yeah. (laughs) He's not super coherent. I'm going to see if I can, like... It's just, no. I mean, I don't know how I would... I'm going to try to persuade him. Okay. Just to... To see, like, to stop for the moment. Okay. Nope. Okay. I mean, it's not, it was no 97, it was just 85 over my 72. So he's, he's continuing to try to get back. Well, he's not Abigail. That's for sure. No, but he could be the next Abigail. I don't know that that's true. Do you think he's lost forever? I think that he'll destroy his own mind. Literally his brain before he's able to become the next Abigail. I hope you're right. If the damage he's doing to himself right now is any indication, mm-hmm. the damage I did to myself when I did this. Um, Doris is going to take a little bit of the ether, mm-hmm. obviously outside of the car. Or roll like, the windows down at least. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, 
I feel like, are we driving or did we stop somewhere? Well, you're probably going through some crazy ass back roads north of Altadena okay. right now. Okay. Um, We're on our way to Redwood. <laughs> <laughs> and just kind of, and then put him back to sleep, like knock him out. Okay. Mm. Although maybe that's worse. I don't know. <laughs> she doesn't know. Um, and then we use the smelling salt, salts on Isidore. Okay. Isidore. Ooh, mm, nose. Muted. You're muted. And I'm actually making that noise now in my as I come through and I'm like uh, uh, or whatever noise I'm making. I don't even know. Wow. And I look around and I go what happened? I, I shot her. I shot her in the head. It was very effective. But it was in the dreaming. I don't and know. In, and in reality. And, oh, there he is. Is he all right? No. Uh, he's not possessed. He is, in fact, trying to commune himself with whatever. So he has become infected, I see. Oh. What are we going to do now? What, what, what happened in the real world? We stopped Edward from killing himself and untied Professor Moss here. Professor Moss, I'm so sorry to have involved you in this. What on earth is going on? Probably it's better that you don't know, actually. Let's just say it has to do with maths and equations that Professor Einstein himself has um, affirmed that have something to do with time and space. And the people that were chasing this manuscript wanted to take that power for themselves and use it for nefarious purposes. We were trying to keep this information from them. And apparently they discovered my communication with you and you tried to use you as leverage to do so. Can you let me out of the car, please? I look around at everybody. <laughs> If that's what you really want, but we're a bit in the middle of nowhere. I would like to not have any contact with any of you ever again, and I would like that to start now. <laughs> Stop the car. <laughs> <laughs> Let her out. Okay. Mm -hmm. She gets out. Do a spot hidden before we let her out. Sure. I just want to know if there's anything weird about this woman. Go ahead. I will never trust anything. <laughs> I made it. Okay. For once. She just seems <laughs> extremely irritated and frightened. That's what you're sensing. Okay, good. 
<laughs> and without another word, she turns down and starts heading back down the dirt road that you guys are driving on. <clears throat> You're probably like like halfway to Angeles Crest Highway. Explain. <laughs> Um, I'm more concerned with what to do with a good doctor here. Oh, obviously we need to put him in some sort of institution. Hey, we know where one is. We probably should not put him in the one that he runs. Yeah. <laughs> well, we just had to threaten with firearms our way out of it. Right. We take the one that he used to... to work at. I was going to say, can we take him back to New York? Probably be best. It sounds as good as any place. At least there we could contact his family or something. He must have someone. I don't know if it would be best. It might be best if he's just... I don't know if there's getting better from this. Uh, I have a suggestion that I hesitate to bring up but we are merely hours from the mexican border they have health care they have mental health establishments there with very little chance of them really locating any identity therefore he could be cared for at the very least and be away from people that might want to find him i guess i don't know honestly it as, it's as good a solution as any. Yeah. Let's do it then. Yay. So Stu, we've decided to, to leave the good doctor in the care of a mental health facility somewhere in Mexico. We're going to cross the border. Excellent. So, okay. So it ends with us driving into the, the sunset. In or, Mexico, yeah. <laughs> towards south. It's heading south. Excellent. All right. A really nice car. Yeah, in a super nice car. Right. Okay. And scene. Yay! There you go. My God, we did it. <laughs> oh my God, Jim, it was your amazing roles. I think we all would have. Yes, we all no, would have no. died. It was fifty-four <laughs> points of luck. <laughs> that was half of that. The rest yeah. was my own personal luck being burnt. I think. Yeah. <laughs> I am not looking forward to playing Shadowrun or D and D next week because I'm pretty sure I'm going to flub everything. <laughs> oh. Awesome, awesome campaign, Stu. That was really yeah. Great. That was great. Thank you. Thank Twenty-two you. sessions. That's so many. Yep. That's a lot, and I think we actually kept a pretty straight face for most of it. Yes. <laughs> yeah. You know it. Let me say this game was probably the most anxiety-driven game that I've played in a very long time. Yeah. For all of us. Yeah. yeah it was Not that what was going on in the real world had anything to do with that at all. <laughs> well, you know, it just, <laughs> that's just exacerbated the whole situation. Right. Yeah. And the fact that we kept going, I'm sorry, I my kidney fell out of my body. I can't make games. <laughs> you know, I... I two pages left in this notebook. I've oh, been, wow. Oh... That's oh, so awesome. cool. Diary is almost 100% full. 
That's um, perfect. That's awesome. And it would be full, except like there was that one day I forgot it or I couldn't find it or whatever. So I mm -hmm. have like a, another sheet of two sheets of paper shoved <laughs> into it. You should copy it into there. And no, then you get it from, like all together. It's from halfway through. Like it's. Oh, okay. that would be <laughs> out of no. order. That's right. That's not right. You're right. All right. Awesome. Friggin' awesome, guys. Thank you yeah. so much. That was. Yeah. Fun. I mean, do we want to do we want to go around and just say our favorite moments in as sure. like a closing? Yeah. Oh, that's gonna be hard. <laughs> um, hmm. I, I, I might have to think about that one real quick. Oh, okay. Because well. there's so much time that has passed for this. Yeah. I can hardly remember some of the stuff that happened in the middle. Really. This yeah. game's been going on over a year. I mean, we haven't. Yeah. Played well, wait. Hard. It's been almost yeah. two years. Because we had like almost a year of play, brighter. and then it's been a year since. Oh, that's true. Yeah, the pandemic yeah. started. Mm -hmm. So I never put the real world date down on any of the session notes. <laughs> you Although, did such a good job of keeping track of fake world time. Oh wait, yes there is. Oh yeah. Look at this. I, well, I started prepping in February of 2019. Wow. And session three was in August of 2019. Okay. Uh, and that's the first session where I started taking notes because the mm. other other stuff was all pre, kind of pre. Because we started, I want to say, we started in because the date, the first date in that July. we started, co like mm -hmm. coincided yeah. with the first. Oh, I think you're I'm right. Pretty sure. Yeah, like, you're right. It was like, oh, we're gonna start on the same day, you know. Mm -hmm. So there was like May twentieth, nineteen twenty three, was the first date of the campaign. That makes sense with what I'm seeing, because most of my That's prep cool. pre pre starting prep stuff mm -hmm. is the the latest is like March of twenty nineteen. That's awesome. I'm just excited we made it. Yeah, <laughs> me too. Almost exactly two years later. That was so cool that your character like got tied back in at the end too. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I had been looking for a place to put him forever. Yeah. And I could not come up with one. And then when I started doing the prep for the the ending, I figured it was going to at least take place at one point in an asylum somewhere. Mm -hmm. And that, at which point I'm like, what a natural place for him to show back up. Yeah. So. That's awesome. All right. All right. Yay. Well, thank you for watching the conclusion in session 22 of Murmurs at the Abyss. I hope you guys enjoyed because I sure as heck enjoyed playing with it. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely. Thank, thank you for hanging in there. That was like a lot. That was a lot. I'm so glad that we got to like Some have our unsatisfying conclusions. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'm, just, I'm one of those people who believes that horror shouldn't have satisfying conclusions or it's no longer horror. Mm-hmm. It becomes adventure. Right. Yeah, I mean, and but the thing is, there's still like, you know, it, what what's still going on? Does she still leave a legacy? Do we actually kill her? It's still up in the air. I mean, yeah, exactly. And that's why I'm so happy that our our conclusions were unsatisfying. It's great. <laughs> Alrighty. Um, that, like, we don't know if it worked. We don't know, mm -hmm. like, who knows what's happening with that. We Edward. won't know how badly we screwed everything up until Stu writes the epilogue. Yeah, that's true. Like with <laughs> <laughs> okay, yeah, the interview. Yeah, if, if you guys want to write up, write up anything as far as like what happened to your character afterwards, like mm -hmm. you went on and lived a happy, normal life, or you kept becoming more and more obsessed by things that you should not be obsessed with. 
Yeah. Things like yeah. that. Yeah. Isidore and I um, basically like start an occult bookshop, but like continue to go into the dreaming over and over and over again uh, until it drives us both insane. I, I, I think that's actually <laughs> very accurate. That's exactly what I was thinking too. It's like, it's like we're the only ones who can stop this and then getting broiled in the whole thing and end up falling for it at the end tragically. Mm -hmm. It's actually kind of a great story. Yeah. But always together. But yep, Isadora's <laughs> like, oh, well, I got to sleep with her, but that's all we did. <laughs> all right, guys, I will talk to you later. Thanks so okay. much. I appreciate it. And hopefully we can play again something new very soon. Yeah. Bye. 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 Streaming has stopped.